Welcome to Best Threesome Ever, a podcast discussing all things revolving around nerdy pop culture. Probably not what you were expecting, but it's just as fun. Now here are your hosts, Nick, Rob, and Kevin. Tactical combat chicken nuggets. <laughs> that shit will solve your hunger tactically. <laughs> I don't even know how that would work. <laughs> All right, here we go. Best threesome ever, episode 125, brought to you by Heroic Goods and Games and Jaybird Wines. I, of course, am Nick. I presume I'm Rob. I, in fact, am Kevin. And we actually do have another sponsor. We do. Yeah, we're, we're sponsored by Snow in April. Oh, right. <laughs> Snow yeah. in April, when Minnesota hasn't had enough white bullshit this week. Right. And also... No. <laughs> oh, good one. I like Thank that you. one. Thank that you. took I me... I thought of it on the way here. That was... I love it, Kevin. That was 100% acceptable. Yep. Jesus. Some, sometimes we do the highbrow jokes, kids. It's not all It's not all dick and fart jokes here. It's not all dick and fart jokes. And no, it's also not. brought to you by my slightly lower voice this week. Yeah, yeah. who that Barry White motherfucker? <laughs> it's, um, it, it's me having a, a small head cold. Oh, okay. Stay over there then. Yeah, no. Uh, probably no, due no, to the. No COVID SARS 19, but it's. That's, well, that's good. I'd rather a head cold than. It's just uh, yeah. sniffles and a, a raspy voice and sneezing every so often. But. I don't have that. I have the allergies going right now, real bad. And that's what I thought it was at first, too. And then it sort of exploded. I'm like, ah, this seems bigger than that. Yeah. I was going to say, when you said the, the snow in April, uh, I thought I was like, I was going to make a Prince joke. I'm like, doesn't it's not a song by Prince, but no, that's <coughs> sometimes it. Sometimes it rains. And, no, no, it is sometimes it snows in April, isn't it? No. I think so. Yeah. Is, is it, that the name of the song? I don't know. Sometimes Prince? it snows. Yeah, it's a really good song. It's Prince? Okay. Yeah. It's, I'll have it's, to go look it up later. Uh, <laughs> or right now, actually. It was the one on uh, Saturday Night Live that D'Angelo couldn't get through. He was singing yeah. it. Sometimes and, it snows in April. You're right. Wow. Which is which is ironic that he died in April, uh, 420 to be exact, which is weird. Uh, <laughs> Blaze it. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Oh, I love you, Kevin. Uh, yeah, it's the, the fucking shenanigans around here with the um, shenanigans. All right, there we go. Sorry, I have to make our voices a little more wet than they normally are. Hot. Yeah, well, it uh, it ups shape sound, believe it or not. <laughs> Is that wet enough for you? Good. No. No. Uh, first thing off the bat, I do have to apologize for our last episode posting so late. There was an audio issue, I'm sure, as you can tell, and it took me longer to... It's my fault. It's not Kevin's fault. It's my fault. It is not Kevin's it's fault. absolutely my It fault. is absolutely not I'm the tiebreaker. It's not Kevin's fault. Fuck you. Uh, this, it's totally All of our stuff said that he was recording and coming through just fine with the audio, but somehow when it recorded... It's, he was really quiet, so I had to go through the entire episode and and make him louder, but also try to eliminate all the background noise, which is a little bit harder. Like us always going. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. We had a scapegoat there the whole time, and we chose Kevin. Oh, it's Matt's, it's Matt's fault. fault. It's, it's Matt's fault. It's Matt's fault. It's Matt's we had fault. a scapegoat the whole time, and we didn't even choose it. Uh, look at us fighting against each other when clearly we're stronger together. This insult is uh, not sponsored by our sponsor, <laughs> who happens to be Matt. But it is brought to you by Snow in April. It is brought to you by Snow in April. Not the Prince song, though, because we don't want to get sued. So anyways, uh, I apologize for that, and I apologize it uh, coming out uh, like a week late. So Yeah. it's. Uh, I just wanted to make sure that it was, it was a good episode, and I really enjoyed it, and I thought it was worth keeping and not 
thrown away. So. On the other hand, you guys get two episodes in a uh, two episodes in two consecutive weeks for once. That That's doesn't true. happen very often. It does not. Were we going to talk about Wonder Soldier? Speaking of this, were we going to yeah, do, like okay. yeah. like no, like we do like a mid, uh, a mid, like a halfway a mid point? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, halfway yeah. Point At least uh, two thirds, I guess. Yeah. And there's what, two episodes left? Yep. There yeah. are two episodes. So we can left. make maybe which make some. Which will be perfect for when we record our next episode. It so. will yeah. be. It will be perfect. Uh, so, yeah. So at the end of this, we'll do a little backseat handy and talk about uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier mm-hmm. and kind of maybe do some predictions. And uh, spoil the shit out of it. So if you haven't seen it, uh, don't listen to the end of the episode. If you uh, have, listen and enjoy. I don't know how many episodes we've done uh, where we use the phrase backseat handy. I'm still not comfortable. <laughs> I think that's the point, but yeah, the it's point. fine. Yeah. Well, I mean, the happy ending was like full. I know. You know like and a, I was perfectly full. comfortable with that. Yeah, yeah but that's because, like, because a full happy ending, is, is it's subtle. It's It's got entendre. Backseat handy is just like, well, there's the masturbation joke. Enjoy, kids. <laughs> I was thinking of more like a, a happy ending is like a fulfilling thing that you've done, you completed, everything is out, no pun intended. Yeah. <laughs> but like a, a like a backseat handy is kind of like, well, we're kind of like partially through something. And yeah, but there's got to like, be a more subtle okay, yeah, well, title be, for it that yeah. still works in the fact that we're an absolutely non-sex related podcast with a sex name. A lot of innuendo. But still, like there, there's got to be a little more subtle innuendo there. Uh, a Kleenex... Nope. Cleveland nope. steamer. Nope. <laughs> uh, a Kleenex and hand lotion. Nope. No. Nope. Oh, okay. Hot uh, pocket. Hot pocket. <laughs> hot pocket. No. Uh, I don't know. Uh, and of course, if you listen to our last episode, you know that you can now email us at b3ecomments.com. No, no, no. b3ecomments at, at gmail.com. Wow. That's what I meant. Good yeah. stuff. Good stuff. So you can send your comments there if you want, or yeah. send us pictures or whatever. I you. run that email, so... Uh, do you? I do. Oh, okay. <laughs> He's I already, sent, I already sent a dick pic. Yeah, he so sent a dick pic and dick pic and hate mail. This yeah. is this is like my I'm all over it. This is like my fourth Gmail account. Yeah. Now that I have to add, I can't remember. It was Dick Van Dyke that I sent right? Uh, yes, yes, it was Dick yes, Van Dyke. Yes, Absolutely. Um, but uh, hilariously, if anyone's sending uh, us emails now. I haven't actually read them because the episode's not out where we revealed the email. <laughs> so, why aren't we getting emails? So we don't actually have any emails for you today. No, not today. Because um, yeah, it's we're talking in, in about the future us. Yeah, yeah. As we record this, the the previous episode hasn't even been released yet. So yeah, it'll be released the day after we record this episode. Nice. <laughs> okay. So I got everything finalized today. So that's what I was working on today. That's good. What do we After got? After doctor's appointments and all that. What shit. is our first topic? Shall <sighs> we move on? We shall. All right. Unless you got anything else we want to tangent off about. No? Not cool. That's right. going to happen whether we, I, throughout the episode, yeah. whether we want it to or Let not. it it's happen our, naturally, my friend. <laughs> it's our shtick, and that's how we roll, and we're okay with that. Um, oh, right. the end of the episode should be called Own Natural, because it's all just sort of tangenty stuff about a thing. That's... That's not bad. You mean yeah. the, the yeah. Winter Soldier? That's double entendre y enough. Yeah. Yeah, we'll work something. I will it's never remember that. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> you remembered backseat handy. Because it's easy to remember. Because you kind of came up with it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, until we found something better, I will. All right. What'd you say? What's it called? Baby Yoda. All natural. All natural. Oh, natural. Raw dog in it? No. <laughs> God damn it, Nick. <laughs> Ah, shit, I forgot, oh, damn it, I forgot your incredibly shitty uh, (laughs) souvenirs from Florida. 
They're the they're the Faye? dumbest things ever. Aww. And I was really happy about them because like Sabre helped me with this whole Aww. stupid plan. That's great. I appreciate it. Well, I'll have to bring them next time though. That's fine. Uh so where should we start? Um some announcements in casting. So in She Hulk uh on Disney Plus. Yeah. Yeah. They got Renee L- Elise uh, Goldsberry from yeah, Hamilton. From Hamilton. Yeah. yeah, and other things, but mainly a lot of people know her from Hamilton. Yeah, she played Angelica in the original uh, Broadway cast. She did. Yep. I was like, that's exciting. That's so exciting. Curious what she's, who she's playing. I don't know, but I hope she fucking sings. And like, she, that's generally my hope, though, is if a musical actor shows up Marvel on a non-musical. Like, we've had a couple of DC... Musical episodes now. We yeah. need a we need a Marvel one. <laughs> we do need a Marvel. Unfortunately, though, like Marvel doesn't have what you would consider like a, a an obvious because well, DC had a lot. Even even had a couple from Glee. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but like they don't have an obvious um, what's a, what's a MacGuffin to to, oh, to send to through, have the reason for it to have to have a musical episode like. Now, to be fair, Music Meister was invented on a cartoon. I believe it was Batman and Batman the Brave and the Bold. And Music Meister was invented for that show, played by Neil Patrick Harris, by the way. Oh, uh, and then was brought over to Flash and Supergirl crossover to May, uh, and there played by Darren Chris. But like, that's one example. Like that. That's that's their MacGuffin, and I don't think Marvel has necessarily a MacGuffin for a musical episode. I, I would I would tend to agree with you, uh, and I don't watch enough DC to know this for sure, but it does seem like Marvel is very good at poking fun at whatever actor or making reference to a particular actor's other works, I, as in like the Tombstone for uh, Nick Fury has Samuel Ezekiel, Jack, yeah, yeah. yeah, you know the verse like, from Ezekiel, little. Throwaway lines that they say about things and Ezekiel make little references. Seven? Ezekiel. Ezekiel seven. So, I think I'm right. It's verse some, yeah. I am not convinced I'm right. Seven twenty five. I think maybe I don't, I don't know. If only I could look this up. That's okay. Anyways, uh, but yes, but I and I don't know if DC does that because I don't watch enough uh, properties of DC to know that for a fact. So, yeah. um, but I feel so She Hulk. <laughs> so She Hulk. Uh, so I don't know if they did. Um, yeah, I'm excited about that. It, it's uh, it's a good casting. Has she been in other movies? Um, Obviously, a lot of theater. I don't. I know she's done some TV here and there. Um, she may have done some movies that I'm mm. unaware of, but but yeah, mainly I know her from theater. She was on the closing cast of Rent. Oh yeah, she was. She was. If you've ever seen that, uh, yeah, I have. Yeah, you have. I have. I it's. I actually really like that. I do too. It's not bad. No, it's not horrible at all. I know we know Kevin hates rent, but yes, Kevin hates rent, and the, that they they did a sta- they did a stage filming of uh, the final two nights of rent. Yeah, I think yeah, I yeah, think, and the with final the closing night. cast yeah. with the closing cast, and it was and they did a lot of backstage stuff too, which was kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, they did. Um, but it but it also like for those of us who've been in theater, what I liked about it too was that it. I mean, it brings you back to those moments when you've closed a show and you've ended a show, or you graduated from high school after four years of theater. Yeah, you know, it, it, it was—it's one of those things. So, but yeah, so I don't know what else she's really been in, um, but she, yeah, she's a. Did, do we know who she's playing? Uh, Amelia. Okay. And I'm not sure who that is either. All right, know, cool. I don't know She Hulk. So. I I don't know She Hulk well enough to know anyone other than Jennifer. I don't either. Jennifer Walters? 
Mm-hmm. That's the name of the character. I was trying to look up some things she was in. Sure. Fast and oh, it's a voice actor. Dragon into voice. Um, this will get cut. Apparently, she can scream. She's a Sonic. Oh. oh. Um, but Tim Roth is also in the credits. I'm sorry, what? Tim Roth is in the She-Hulk credits oh. to play Abomination. Is this on IMDb? Mm-hmm. Mm. But I thought Abomination was dead. Is he? Yeah, well. I mean... If I, that means they'll also bring back the fucking leader... I mean, yes, they should. Please. Absolutely. Um, and I don't remember that actor's name, but he deserves a, another chance, too. But, I mean, they also... I. IMDb is interesting because IMDb keeps cast members on that roster. They had Chris Hemsworth and um, <coughs> Mark Ruffalo on the cast list for Captain America Civil War forever. It's true. So, like, <laughs> Tim Roth being on the cast list for IMDb right now is suspect at best to me. Miss Goldsberry was also in Star Trek Enterprise as, as Crewman Kelly. Huh. So, uh, all right. Yeah. Well, it seems like she's had like a little, a lot of bit parts on TV shows and whatnot. Yeah. Um, or doing voice work. There's uh, nothing wrong with that. No, absolutely not. Because uh, that's, you got to make a living, right? But it was Tim mm-hmm. Blake Nelson who played Thank you. leader, who has been in just some great parts. Oh, yeah. Uh, and also the Fantastic Four reboot movie. But Oh, that's unfortunate. You know, I digress about that one. But like, oh, brother, where are, where are they? That's oh, right. Yeah, yeah. He, was, he was the third guy next to Totoro and, and uh, Clooney. Yep. How's my hair? I still like that movie. I think it's a, just a fun, great movie. I think good it's... soundtrack, too. Great it, soundtrack. Yeah, I was going to say, I love the soundtrack. The movie is good. Huh. I just it's it's kind of lightweight. Oh, absolutely. There's nothing wrong with that. Of course, I love I love me a lightweight film. Most of the Marvel films are lightweight films to me, and I love that. Um, but yeah, and John Goodman's in it, and we know my fucking hard on for John Goodman. <laughs> it's true. Uh, and it, you know, and then if you actually read, you know, Homer's The Odyssey, then you're like, oh, <laughs> I get it. I mean, yeah. That's what it was based it's, on. No, I know it was. It's it's fascinating adaptation. Yeah. So She-Hulk. So, so She-Hulk. She Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Speaking of casting, going to the DC side, uh, apparently I didn't know they even had a name yet, but the second Shazam movie, uh, Fury of the Gods, mm-hmm. is now cast Lucy Liu. I uh, don't know the part, but... Uh, but apparently uh, a villain. Is, yes. Uh, she is one of the children of uh, fucking... What's his name? Futzbaum Waller. Uh, no, it's, uh, it's I was I was just looking at it too. Uh, God, uh, one of the gods. Okay, they're, they're sticking with the whole god shtick. Greek or Roman? <laughs> um, Greek. Okay, uh, Mesopotamian. Fuck you. Well, they were different. There's two different to the gods because they've they've stuck with the Greek gods for Shazam. Yeah, they have. I think it's because I, I feel um, more people are familiar with the Greek gods because Helen Mirren is supposed to be another villain in it too. Really? Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Huh. She. Uh, yep. So Lucy Liu is going to play Calypso, who oh is sure sister to Hespera, who is the daughter of fucking someone Poseidon. No. It's gonna bug me. Well, anyway, uh, just gonna, stick with the god thing. Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, but I think I feel more people are more familiar with the Greek gods rather than the Roman gods, uh, just because they're more talked oh, about. Yes, in terms of names. Well, because we, um, because uh, the '90s. What do you mean? It's, we the, were all about Greek shit uh, in the '90s. Yeah, we sure were. Greek yogurt, though. 
Nineties into the early two thousands with God is, of War. There is one thing that keeps happening that that really truly bothers me. What's that? And that's that we they keep saying Hercules. You mean Heracles? I do mean Heracles. All right. <laughs> Oh, it steams me. <laughs> Does it really? Oh, yeah. Heracles, it bugs me Heracles. so much. Heracles was the Greek version. Hercules yes. was the Roman. Yeah. It, it, I've just, I've, I've had to just accept it. Yeah. 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 You are correct. Yep. It's, it's fascinating. <laughs> I love that stuff. It's so interesting. Uh, have you ever seen uh, a funny thing happen to me on the way to the forum? Yes. Ah, it's a great show. Uh, with, with Zero Mustel? Uh, I did not see it with Zero Mustel. I saw it with Whoopi Goldberg, who was taking the part of Nathan Lane. Oh, I've heard. Okay. No, I have never seen the stage show. I've seen the movie with Zero Mustel. Oh, no, I have not seen the movie. Which he originated the role in the... Uh, in the original stage production, gotcha. but I've not seen. I didn't. There's, I didn't even know there was a movie. There is a movie honest. with Zero Mustel. Interesting. Yeah. Also check. known for his role in the producers. Yeah, yeah. Another Nathan Lane. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So Lucy he, Liu. who played Zero Mustel's role. Going, yes. going back to the thing we were talking about. Oh yeah, Lucy Liu. Lucy Liu, Helen Mirren, going to be sisters in a movie. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Choice. Does it have to make sense? Absolutely not. No. Who cares? They're gods. No, that's right. fair. That's right. fair. Um, yeah, I was going to make. I was thinking about Helen Mirren when you said her for this movie. I was thinking of her in the movie Red. Ah, oh, God, good flick. Yeah, <sighs> it's okay. It's a good flick. It, it's, it's a good movie. I. The reason I don't. I'll tell you why I don't like it because that was right when I felt John Malkovich started like really phoning in roles. Oh, what do you mean? What do you when mean? When he started. started. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen Being John Malkovich? He he's literally in yes. the title of the film. Yes, I have. and I still don't know if he was in that movie. He was. Uh, yeah, because then there was that that was Aragon that movie, and then we oh don't my, talk oh. about we don't talk about Aragon. That was that could have been so good. That was a film, and uh, sure he happen. definitely he definitely phoned that shit in on that one because it was just fucking. Ugh. Like he was like, I'm just gonna do my lines. I don't care what you say, director. I'm just gonna here we go. Aside from maybe a couple cast changes, the only thing I would change about that movie is the fucking script. <laughs> Honestly. Like uh, I thought the art direction was good, the setting, the tone, the directing was fairly good. It's just the script sucked. I still want Jeremy Irons in it right, as Brian. Yeah. yeah the was- the kid was fine. He was he was a kid, who gives a shit? I liked uh, Rachel Vice's Rachel Vice as mm-hmm. as uh, uh, Safira. Yeah, I, I didn't like the look of the. Oh God, I'm, I'm blanking on the name of the creatures, like Urkels or something. The the Urgals. Yes. Yeah. How do I know that? Because <laughs> uh, yeah, they they just looked like fucking goblins instead of right. the, yeah. One thing, the fucking nightmare creatures with horns that they were described as in the fucking books. <laughs> yeah. Wasn't that supposed? Went back and read the first one. Oh no! Yeah, like go back and read them now. You're not going to be. But happy they were about super it. popular. They were. They were. Um, he was very young. Yeah, but like that's the thing. I went back and read it, and I'm like, ooh, I can tell how young he is now. Yeah, mm. like one of the selling points. They of definitely the book, proved as they went on. But yeah, like, but one of the selling points of those are that first book was the fact that this kid just wrote the first book in an in a mythological epic, and he's like 16. Ah, gotcha. Like that was the selling point for that book, and and we bought it. I'm fine with that. It was a fun book at the time. As an adult, I go, ooh, that was uh, mm. that was a book. That was a book. I hope he might consider doing a uh, a new version at some point. Right, because the movies were supposed to be like a trilogy or something, weren't they? Yeah, I mean, it was going to be a quartet. 
that's what it was. Because yeah. the the books are. Oh, I'm going to see if I can get this. A quadology. Mm. I believe that's the term. Sure. Quatrology. Yeah. It sounds like it would be on a word of a day calendar for <laughs> probably. So. Anyways, it was a four series, a four book series. Okay. Um, so it was originally intel- intended to be a trilogy, but right. he, he he realized he wasn't Tolkien and decided to not stuff everything in the last one. I think that was right around. It's a tetralogy. It is. Yeah. <laughs> it was right. Then that movie came out right around when like, uh, what was the other? Also known as a quadrilogy, but yes, tetralogy. At, uh, I'm just proud of myself for figuring out the word before <laughs> you could tell me. Um, what was that other dragon, dragon heart or whatever it was with the oh, with ever Sean speak, Connery? Don't you ever speak ill about dragon heart? I'm not going to. I'm just saying that those kind of movies kind of came out around the greatest same time. movie of all time. And yeah, then Nick, you should never speak ill about uh, dragon heart with Sean Connery and Dennis Quaid. Dennis Quaid trying to look like he's some kind of badass, fucking yeah. young Remus Lupin as a little piece of shit king. Yeah, <laughs> don't you do it, Nick. I will. I'm not talking about it. I was just going to say that they all, those, okay. those dragon movies kind of all came out at the same time, which kind of, they all weren't. They did not. No, Dragonheart was way, way before. Way before mid-90s. Then, then was Reign of Fire yep. with Christian Bale and Matthew McConaughey, <laughs> and then much later was Aragon. And Dunge- <laughs> don't forget Dungeons and Dragons. Because I think no, I think Dragonheart was early 90s, Reign of Fire was late 90s, and then Aragon was early 2000s. Yeah, was it? They're, they're all about five, six years apart. Well, my yeah. point was is that it kind of set the stage for uh, the, the tip-off for Lord of the Rings because that came out after all those. No, Lord of the Rings came out in two thousand one, two thousand two, two thousand three, before Aragon. And it, yeah, Jesus, what's wrong with my Lord brain? of the Rings? Is how they they greenlit Aragon because they're like, yep. oh, fantasy shit is in right now. Do this, yeah. <laughs> but nobody considered, you know, how to fucking make a fantasy film. Dragonheart was ninety six. Oh, I was a junior in high school. Reign of Fire was 2002. Okay. Aragon? Aragon. It does not even want to. It was 2006. <sighs> okay. So I was right in the time frame. Wow. I was just about five years yeah. back on yeah, all yeah, of it. Yeah. Yep. That's fine. Yep. That's fine. You were right. Um, well, anyways. And Lord of the Rings was 2001 to 2003. They filmed between 98 and 2000. Sure has been 20 years since Lord of the Rings Fellowship. Shut up. No, it hasn't. It hasn't, because it was released uh, over the Christmas season. We're not there yet. Regardless. <laughs> so anyway, Shazam. Shazam. Still, uh, that's where we were. Shit. Yep. Still on item number two. Uh, so we finally got a little sneak peek uh, uh, of uh, Donald Faison as Professor Utonium in yeah. the Powderpuff Girl. I even yeah. I even, I even tweeted him about it. I'm like, hey, uh, McGinley's been in our podcast. You want to come on and talk about Powerpuff Girls? <laughs> <laughs> Let's see what happens. <laughs> Why not? Just fucking shoot us out there, man. He's got his own podcast now. Maybe he'd be down. Maybe oh God, can down. we do like a like a co podcast with him? Oh God, of, I of, would of fake doctors, real friends, and best threesome ever. It would never go down. <laughs> 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 that is an accurate statement. I, yep. Yep. <laughs> very accurate statement. I'm proud of you. I didn't know you did that. I'm so proud of you. But also, Chloe Bennett is in the new uh, Powerpuffs uh, Powerpuff series. It's now called, by the way, Powerpuff. Mm-hmm. Not the Powerpuff Girls, as it was originally titled. 
as is uh, Dove Cameron of yeah uh, Dove Cameron from the break, uh, the break, Descendants breaking series. out of the the kind of Disney mold yeah yeah and um it's it sounds like it's gonna be sort of a sort of a, a Riverdale meets Charmed type deal yeah sort of so yeah. like mid like mid twenties angsty thing <laughs> about former child superheroes, which I find to be an interesting concept, actually. And, and yeah, so the the Professor Utonium is sort of going through a midlife crisis, um, and and Buttercup is actually being played by a newcomer. Like this is her awesome. This is her like first, I think, on screen thing. I think she may have been doing stage stuff before. Hmm. I like the casting too, by the way. Mm-hmm. I I'm a fan of that blind casting. Um, I was trying to figure out where it was streaming on, where the series is going to be streaming on. I can't. Yeah, but, uh, MVP is not telling me. Tom Kenny is the narrator, and that just tickles oh, me. Oh, yes. It just tickles me. Can he please also be the mayor? I hope so. <laughs> God, because he was. Mm-hmm. <gasps> oh. He had a thought. I did. What is it? I did. Say it. Oh, my God. Go for it. Um, Get it out. All right, Kevin. Lightning round. You're going to cast some uh, classic Townsville villains for me. Ready? Okay. Okay, as quick as you can. Him. Uh, Laverne Cox. Oh, that is good. I like that. I like that. I like that. Um, the, the Amoeba Boys. The Amoeba Gang. Yeah. Yeah. Um, God, I don't know. I don't know. I, I want Christina Hendricks as the, as the redhead, though. Princess, yeah, yeah, that's fair. Um, I don't like it just because that like the age difference is too obvious, and they are similar ages in the show in the original cartoon. Yeah, Christina Hendricks as oh no, Christina Hendricks as um, Miss Miss Yes, no, that's perfect. I thought you that's meant, age appropriate for yes, yes, Professor. That's correct. I was I thought you were talking about Princess the other Powerpuff girl that gets powers because no, no, her no, no, daddy no, no, no. spent some money. No, 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 no. no. Okay, sorry. Um, um, uh, Fuzzy Lumpkins. Why am I not remember Fuzzy Lumpkins? He was the uh, overalls, the pink dude. He sort of sounded like, like he just stepped out of the movie Deliverance. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Um, I have an answer. Yeah. Jorge Garcia. I love it. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> uh huh. Some I, he's some thinned down to, but I'm okay playing, with that. Some twerpy kid is playing Mojo Jojo's kid. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, but I, I don't. But I don't see a Mojo Jojo. Which, by the way, who do we cast for Mojo Jojo? I also have an answer for that one. Keith David. <laughs> it's funny. I was gonna say. Um, uh, do you remember the How I Met Your Mother episode where they, they were having lunch and they were fake texting Ted pretending they were a girl and there was that just big black man behind them who was like telling them poetry and stuff to text to Ted? <laughs> no, I don't. Uh, I want him. Terry Crews would also be a good casting. Terry Crews would be amazing. Mojo, <laughs> Jojo. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, let's see. Uh, the, the Gang Green Gang. Do you remember them? I do. I don't know how you cast them because there's like seventy of them. But but you just need like a you just need like a few. And I say yeah. uh, I, I say George Clooney, uh, John Totoro, and fucking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's a good answer, actually. I don't hate that. That's pretty good. 
George Clooney as Ace sounds amazing. Anyways, all right. So no, that was, that's fine. They're actually on topic for once. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> Ms. God, what is her name? Right? Fucking driving me crazy. Laverne Cox is him, though. Like, I want to be clear. I started and that. change the name. Uh, change it to them. Yes. I'll be very clear. I, I absolutely uh, started that riff just so I could hear your casting for, for him. And I was I was ready for that one. Yeah, you were. I, I was surprised. Apparently, um, the new Avatar movie is called The Way of the Water for the 20 people that care. Sarah Bellum. Sarah Bell, Miss Bellum. Mm-hmm. Yep. Sarah Bellum. Yes, Christina Hendricks would be perfect. You're right. I thoroughly agree with you on that one. But Tom Kenny is Mr. Mayor still. Absolutely. Yeah. To- toss a fake-ass mustache and, and, and a stupid top hat on his head and make him walk around on his knees. I'm yeah, fine with it. Perfect. <laughs> oh, God. Um, now, this this idea is totally from height, but I... I also wouldn't mind seeing Peter Dinklage play Mr. Mayor. <laughs> It'd be fun. It'd be fun at the very least. Oh, there's a few people who would really like to see Sophia Vargara as Cerebellum. No. You don't think so? Well, I mean, yeah, that's actually a good casting. I, I like that casting. It's just, you've got Christina Hendricks in my head already, and so like... Right. Oh, God, Peter Dinklage would be great as the mayor. <laughs> I'm sorry I even suggested it, to be honest. Um... <laughs> I wish I hadn't, because I feel I feel kind of now it's too good. Yeah, it's for, for a, a CW too, show. Yeah, a it's too good for a CW show. But b like that's that's casting the guy because he is a little person, and that's not fair. But he's, he's so good. But he's you know he he fits the size of the role, but he's also got a fuckload of range. So that's true. I, I was watching a. I don't know. I don't know why I was watching it, but it was like a, a it was probably during the last season it had just come out or just ended. And there was like a, a Conan O'Brien hosted a, a meeting with like a, a big event with a, the entire cast, right? And reunited and whatever cast reunion, mm-hmm. even though they'd just gotten done filming like a year before. Uh, and Peter Dinklage was just fucking on point. And it was, it, it was filmed in uh, Belfast where they filmed a lot of the movie with like the entire crew as the audience, and I think like extras or whatever, but uh, it was kind of funny. But Peter Dinklage was on point on that one, and just any interview I've ever seen him in, he's just so great. Like he, he, he somebody you could be like your best friend and just always make you laugh no matter what. So, anyways, side note. <laughs> so Donald Faison. Yeah, okay, so... Come to our podcast. Yeah, come to our podcast. First of all, I would love to talk to you about being cast as Professor Utonium, and that's like that's an amazing casting, man. Uh, We won't talk about Scrubs, we promise. Okay, but like, let's not actually... Hey, we we were able to resist with with, With, with John. With McGinley, yeah. Yes, we were. It was very hard, but we did it. (laughs) So hard, especially because we like just had gotten our stupid waffle clock tattoos. (laughs) No, yeah, it was that, and then, uh, but we did get a Coxie and rant out of him. So it was we did on on his own. The Coxie and ranted at us. So Donald, the pros moment. Donald, the pros to uh, coming and talking with us on our podcast is we're fucking fun and we're a delight to talk to. Cons, we we do all have scrubs related tattoos. I'm sorry. (laughs) <laughs> but is, we don't have to talk about it a lot. We just like maybe a little. Yeah, yeah. If you just if you just sing steak night at us, I think we'll be good. <laughs> or let us sing it with you. Yeah, let yeah. us sing it together. We can do the dance and everything. Yeah, Don. 
Come on, Don. No, I don't think I'm. I don't think we're good enough. We're not good enough friends for that. To call you Don, I'm sorry. I am Donald. Please. I just want to say I am very angry because uh, this week I really wanted to take about 10, 15 minutes aside and talk about my Frank Grillo double feature. Yeah, yeah. I had it on my list. And uh, I, I had a bunch of notes from one of them because that was the one I wanted to talk more about because it sucked. Oh, were they on your phone? Uh, they're on my the phone I just uh, traded oh. in and the notes yeah. did not transfer over. I remember <clears throat> I do remember bits and pieces of it. But uh, I apologize. I, I don't have my full list of things I wanted to rant about. Do you want to rant about them now? Uh, I'm Well, whenever you, you want. I don't mind. Uh, let's do a couple trailers first. Uh, or, well, one trailer, really. Um, and then you can have your, your, your rant. Maybe you can, if you need it, you want a piece of paper or something, write them down on. No, it's fine. Okay. Uh, so apparently Star Trek Discovery Season 4 is ready to go. Um, so they're going to start filming on that here shortly, I think. Yeah. Uh, start haven't they I maybe like that trailer sure looks like there's uh, some new uniforms and new footage oh maybe they already have them I thought they they just kind of I don't know I don't know I don't honestly know I thought that was the end of season three but I haven't gotten to the end of season three don't spoil it for me okay because I should be watching I don't because I was busy Um, but that's great I'm glad that that show's still going Um, it's a good show I like it and I like how they, they did change it up and pushed it into the future, although still kind of in the Star Trek realm of their, their what do you want to call it, their uh, episodic feel, where it's kind of like it's like the same issues in every Star Trek, but they somehow change the story ever so slightly. And But I still enjoy Discovery, regardless. Uh, and then we did get a trailer uh, for the new season of Picard, and got a little hint is we got a teaser trailer. Back. We got a teaser. Even trailer is yeah. We that's, got a teaser. We got a teaser. A trailer is a strong <laughs> word that I don't agree with, but we got a teaser, and it all led to a big reveal. Though you're right, sure did. So it looks like Q's coming back, and my house is divided on this. Well, there's only two of you in there, so that's yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'll let you guess which one of us loves it and which of, which one of us is not so happy. Well, by your reaction, I'm thinking you're the one that's loving it, and uh, the other half is not uh, reticent. Okay. I will I will go. With, I will not say that she hates it. I will say that she is reticent because she finds him to be weird looking. <laughs> yeah, here's here's what I'm hoping happens. I I hope he comes out and they have him looking young again, and then he just sort of gives, a, "Oh, Capitan, you look so old now. Don't worry, I'll make you feel better about it." And then that's when they age him up. I love that. That sounds great. Hope you're listening, writers. <laughs> Lord knows you steal enough ideas from my Star Trek shit posting group. <laughs> sure, I would. They've ad- they've admitted it. Like there's been a few jokes that have been from the pu- the group that have been on Lower Decks. Nice. Uh, <laughs> oh, awesome. Man. Oh yeah, Lower Decks is getting a new season. The too. the the morally bankrupt thing. That, oh yeah. That was that uh, Chris O'Donnell said. Uh, I can't remember his stupid name. It's like Renegade or Revenge or the one of the characters on the show. The though. first officer. Okay. Oh, I don't know. I haven't yeah, watched yeah, yeah. Lower Decks. Um, you absolutely have what? to. I'm sorry. It's incredible. Um, but he I says, paid for enough streaming services. Uh, but Already he, stealing at least one. He quotes the joke. Nice. I will 
there's a way. <laughs> life uh, finds a way? Yes. All right, uh, cool. And in that life finding a way, his name is Graham. Uh, we'll talk later. <laughs> uh, if I remember correctly, I don't like that way. <laughs> Ugh, whatever. It's okay. It's okay. So anyways, um, yeah. So, <clears throat> so we get Q. Yeah. I... I always thought he was a good adversary. Like, he was that, like, villain on Star Trek that he was very powerful. And it's like, how do normal people without superpowers defeat a guy that has them? <coughs> and always it felt like it was always due to some moral compass that they spin his way or they play his game and they win. But usually some sort of moral something. So I think... Because the reveal is of season two, what season two is like, I feel like he's going to be a major part of season two. Like he's Absolutely. going to be like the crux of it, but I don't think he's going to be what you would consider like a driving force villain. He's just going to be there. Like, cause he's never been really a villain. He's been a villain, but he's not really a villain. He's, just, he's an, he's an agitator. Yeah. yeah. He, he's, yeah. he's a, he's a, a plot he's a wrink- developer. He's a wrinkle in the fabric. I yeah. I also hope we get more Guinan. Uh, uh, we know Whoopi, Whoopi's coming. Yeah. Um, so I, I hope we get more story on on how she and Q know each other and what the fuck she is and and plus the fact that Whoopi Goldberg hasn't aged uh, more than maybe twelve days. No. Uh, since Star Trek: The Next Generation, like, there's, there's yeah. no even explanation needed. It's just like, oh, it's still Guinan. She still looks like Guinan. Cool. Yeah. Still wearing very weird hats. Yeah. She better yeah. still be wearing weird hats. I mean, so she has um, gray dreads in now. Weird yeah. hats. Well, I understand that, but like, I also like but other the than idea the gray dreads, she still doesn't look older. No, that's true. No, absolutely doesn't. Great genetics there, right there. Still no eyebrows. It's fine. Also, like, I, I've watched the clip of Patrick Stewart going on The View and asking Whoopi Goldberg to uh, join him uh, several times. If you haven't watched it, go online. It's on YouTube. It's, it's glorious. It's, it's fun, but I've never hated someone as much as I hate Joy Behar in that clip. Why? Well, she tells, uh, she tells Patrick to tell Whoopi to take those things out of her hair. It's... Yeah. yeah. It, she... Effectively ruins a very cute moment. Yeah, she she's fucking awful in that moment. I'm like, oh, you're gross. And like Patrick, being Patrick, is incredibly charming and disarming and goes, I would never like he he's just like, she can wear whatever she wants and like just disarms the whole situation. But like it very like I was mad for Whoopi in that moment. I was just like, Are you fucking serious? Yeah. You just Some, you seems, just said uh, really you fucking no I thir- this is how uh, this is how I developed an undying hatred for Joy Behar. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah, I have seen. It. I guess I missed that part, or I I wrote it out of my mind because it was like it was such a shitty moment. I just wanted to enjoy the good it's, moment. It's not quite on mic, but you can hear it pretty clearly. Uh, is it? No. Yeah. Um, but you can hear it, it's, and you can hear her saying it, and you're just like, oh, that's. Fucking disgusting. What are you doing? So, anyways. Why are people so horrible? Why can't we just fucking be less horrible? So, what's up next? Uh, Kevin's <laughs> 10 minute rant on Frank Grillo movies. 
So I watched two Frank Griller movies. Okay. Bean. And uh, <clears throat> Sabra watched one and a half of them with me. Uh-huh. Okay. Because she fell asleep during the second. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, they are Boss Level, which is free on Hulu. Yes. Okay. And the other one is Cosmic Sin. Which also has uh, Bruce Willis in it. Yeah. Which is about $5 to rent on Amazon Prime, Fandango, Voodoo, wherever you get your movies. Uh, And that is about $6 too much. (laughs) (laughs) Sure. And that's the one that Saber couldn't get through. Oh, she was already not feeling well and she zonked out. It was late. I don't blame her. I envy her. Boss level looked. (laughs) Kind so, of okay. So Boss Level and Cosmic Sin are both incredibly stupid action movies. <laughs> sure. The difference between the two is that Boss Level knows that and has fun with it. Okay. Okay. Um, I enjoyed every single second of that dumb piece of shit movie. It was so good because it knew what it was. And it didn't try and be more than that. And that's the one that didn't it's, have Bruce Willis. <clears throat> that's the one that didn't have Bruce Willis. Yeah, Mel Gibson I think in I, it, though. It does have Mel Gibson in it. He's not in a lot of it, but he plays the villain. And he oh, even even he even kind of plays Mel Gibson. Uh, at one point, he even says fucking liberals. It's very funny. <laughs> to Frank Grillo. It's amazing. All right. It, this cast looks pretty amazing, it's, too. <laughs> Will Sasso plays like the you know the 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 uh, mini boss as right. it were. Uh-huh. Will um, Sasso, yeah. Will Sasso, yeah. Like, okay, yep. formerly super chubby, now ridiculously buff. Will Sasso, that's super weird. Yeah, All right. it's he, he's great in it too. But it's about this. Uh, he keeps living the same day over and over again. It's a it's a Groundhog's Day movie. Sure. Um. But he has all these assassins after him, and he doesn't really know why. Um, and so the movie is him piecing together why, and there's lots of flashbacks. And <coughs> okay. it has something to do with his soon-to-be ex-wife and the science um, experiment she's working on for Mel Gibson. No sex and nudity, I'm out. No sex and nudity. I'm out. Unfortunately. But it's like, uh, and I, I did the same thing, but I didn't even end up caring. I, I, it could have used a little. Okay. I think that would have been the icing on the cake. Because hey. it, it was a dumb action movie, but I mean, I'm I remember seeing this on on Amazon Prime. Like I was flipping through the movies the other night or something, and I was like, "That oh, looks like a good movie." I added it to my list. I haven't watched it yet, so please <laughs> do. Okay. It's perhaps I'll watch. There are going to be some moments where you're going to go, ah, come on! But that's half the fun. <laughs> you stop caring about it because you're going to see it 20 more times. Because he basically, it like it, it takes the whole video game aspect of it. Okay. Because that's what he likens it to. Because uh, you know he keeps having to fight all these people. He keeps dying, but getting a little bit further every, every time. Every time, sure. <clears throat> so he's like, it's like I'm stuck in a fucking video game. Okay. And so it, it totally plays to that, and it's it's incredibly fun. Now, the other movie, <laughs> this one I want to talk a little bit more about. And I, I there are there are definitely some things I do remember about this movie, and I, I even retyped the lines down. Um, I'm, I'm sure I'm paraphrasing a bit, but we'll get there. Uh, so the other one was Cosmic Sin. Uh, it is, the top billing for it is Bruce Willis and, and Frank Grillo. He shows up about five times in this movie. Frank Bruce or Willis? Bruce? 
uh, Frank Grillo. Okay. Bru- it's very heavy. Uh, Bruce Willis and um, and uh, this kid um, who plays Frank's character's nephew, I think. Yep, um, I'm looking at the photos from the set. <laughs> it uh, so it's about first contact with aliens. It's way in the future. It's it's the 26th century, but it looks like Earth exactly now. <laughs> sure, all the cars <laughs> still have wheels. Sure, there are some flying cars, but they just they they mostly like move things around. Probably sure. Amazon flying um, cars. Probably. So yeah, it uh, it looks exactly like it does now. Like they go to this like th- there's a robot who has like this digital kind of uh you know, emote face okay. that is no different than the kid who cosplays the black mage at con. <laughs> oh, sure. Um That's a good reference. Oh my god. Wait, wait, the um, black mage or the or the VV cosplay? The VV cosplay. Oh. Who is basically a yeah, yeah, a yeah. characterization of the black I just, mage. Um I went to high school with that VV cosplayer at con. Oh, gotcha. Um, so yeah, it's it, it, no different than that. So like, like oh, there was first contact. These these two Marines were were killed. We need to know what to do. So they 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 bring back the rest of the the Marines that are like on that base, and they're all sort of zombified because the aliens take them over. <laughs> Fucking okay. And then they have to release what's called a Q bomb, uh, a quantum bomb, because they basically have to decide whether they're going to commit cosmic sin, which is if first contact goes well. Are we okay with annihilating an attacking race to preserve ourselves? Kind of a thing. So okay. they're trying to be deep, but all of it's incredibly stupid. So they go off to this other colonized planet because basically we colonize Mars. There's a big old war, faction split, other planets got terraformed, blah, blah, blah. The other planet just looks like Earth, but trees. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Um, <laughs> And so, like, the first people we meet are is this former wrestler with the world's biggest, most ridiculous sniper rifle. Even though it's 500 years from now, everybody just uses guns that have bullets. Um, and you never really see the aliens. It's just people in too much mascara. Okay. Um, until way later, where it looks like something from Gears of War. Uh, like, it's okay. too much armor, but then they also have, like, orc blades. Man, I, I swear to God. And, and so the all of the dialogue is just one-liners spouted at each other with absolutely no connection between them. Uh, and this is, a, and I, I might be paraphrasing here, but I'm pretty sure I have it right. Uh, at one point, uh, Bruce Willis and the kid are talking to each other. Uh, and, and the kid's like, hey, I'm the one who discovered how to take these guys out. And Bruce Willis is like, uh, you had a lucky shot. And the kid's like, all of our shots are lucky shots. Bruce Willis is like, you put in for leave, you're dismissed. And the kid's like, I'm not leaving, sir. Put me in the fight. And it's like, why are you just saying things near each other that are only tangentially fucking connected? There's, there's, there's no right. little things that connect these words. They're just sort of, th- th- this is the line I'm getting paid for. Yeah, <laughs> catchy cliches mixed with. I yeah. swear to fuck. This movie was not very good. No, don't watch it. The they could so what you see in all of the like the the like the promo art is is Frank Grillo and Bruce Willis yeah. in these in these mech suits like next to yeah, each yeah. other holding guns. They're never next to each other <laughs> okay. except for one scene where they're getting ready to go to this other planet, and then Frank gets like lost, a la Steven Seagal in executive decision, <laughs> but he's still in space. 
<laughs> just hanging out, not telling anybody he's in space until the end of the movie when it's fucking convenient. Uh, listeners, would you please go back and count how many times we've referenced uh, Steven Seagal in Executive Decision? Thank you. I'm sure it's been at least I'm five or at, six times. I'm looking at you, Stefan. Oh, we gave him a name, too, and I don't remember what it was. I don't know. So Bruce Willis's stupid ex-wife uh, becomes the main bad guy because she gets uh, she gets taken over by like the main, like the chief alien. Now the whole thing they've been talking about this entire fucking film is that oh uh, oh 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 I just remembered another god awful line. <laughs> it's okay, said so it. I tech um, god Stefan. We called him tech god. So Stephen. fucking when they get to this other planet and the the hot wrestler ladies uh, like helping them with the the alien zombies. She runs up to him and he's like, get that, uh, you know, the, the, the stop, stop, or we're on your side or something like that. And she, to his face, just after he said something, goes, uh, the the husks or whatever she called them can't talk, say something. And he's like, get that thing out of my face. And it's like, he just talked. Why are you yelling at him? Whatever. So the whole thing is that, you know, the, the alien zombies can't talk. Uh, okay. The aliens haven't figured that out. But the chief just out of nowhere can. And then she, you know, you never see the aliens except for her general, who is the stupidest fucking thing I've ever seen in my life. Anyway. <laughs> so the end of the movie, uh, fucking Bruce Willie gets, who cares? <laughs> He's shot in a fucking space. He has an argument with his ex-wife, who is now the alien, who doesn't need a suit and is just there talking. Sure. In space. She's talking in space next to an Avengers portal where all of the aliens are waiting to come through the portal. Sure. I swear to fucking God. (laughs) (laughs) You reliving this movie is making me angry. And so like, you know, they get the the Q bomb to the other side and blow it up exactly like Iron Man does with the fucking nuke and Avengers. Sure. And Bruce Willis gets kicked back to the, the planet where you see him kind of burning up an atmosphere. Then it cuts. It's like, Three weeks later, or a few months later, something like that, and it's they're back at that bar from the beginning of the movie, and it's uh, it shows like all the you know the people who survived, including the the dumpy action guy whose name I don't remember, but he was a dumpy action like he looked like a you know like a kind of a fat tough guy from the fifties. Oh, okay, yeah. sure, yeah, yeah. gotcha. So, it's, so it's, John C. Riley, yeah, had- yeah. So it shows everyone and the. Uh, the the main stupid kid ended up getting with the with some dumb engineer girl and the fucking wrestler lady bought the bar and then it shows Bruce Willis I'm like no you show me how Bruce Willis survived that fucking fall to the fucking planet in his stupid fucking exosuit when he was burning up in the atmosphere this isn't like Iron Man where you see the whole catch him and shit you show me how he survived that and it was like yeah, keep the change Bruce Willis Fuck you, Cosmic <laughs> Sin, you piece of shit. Watch boss level. It was awesome. <laughs> so, uh, and just to give uh, audience another, I mean, that was great. Um, so, I just found this funny. So, boss level on IMDb gets a 6.9 out of 10 and has a meta score of 56. Yeah, it's like a 60 or 70 something around Rotten Tomatoes. Right. Uh, <laughs> Cosmic Sin, on the other hand, gets 2.5 stars out of 10. And its meta score is nine. Yeah, it, it sucked so many dicks in hell. And I think that's because Frank Grillo wasn't in it enough. Well, also because Bruce Willis was. Oh, God. I'm, I, am, I am falling in love with that guy. He's amazing. Frank Grillo? Oh, yeah. Oh, I was going to no. say, Bruce, like Bruce Willis, Willis? That's man, weird. No. <laughs> he's, like, he's so, and that his, dude is his, so 
fucking jacked. It's ridiculous. Who, Frank Bruce? Yes. Bruce? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. He's huge now. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I've also heard it's Bruce Willis is very, very, very difficult. Difficult. Yeah. yeah. And it's. I guarantee you the reason he survived the movie was because it was in Bruce Willis's contract. I've, I've seen a couple of his of his recent movies and they've all been horseshit. Yeah. Yeah, because he I, has so much control, which is funny because I just watched GI Joe Retaliation the other night. That one was pretty good. It was way better than the first one. Yeah, and also I forgot that uh, Kelly from Orville is in it. She plays Lady J. Yeah. Uh, which Adrian Pe- uh, Palicki. That's it. Yeah. Uh, I totally forgot because they got rid of Scarlet. Almost Wonder Woman. Yeah. Yeah. Although the 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 it <laughs> though we're better off. <sighs> The thing that bugs me about G.I. Joe retaliation is all of it. Well, a little bit. But mainly that when every when all the G.I. Joes die except for the three of them, all of a sudden the rock is in charge. And 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 Lady J is like, Oh, you're in charge now. Uh, Lady J, you're a lieutenant, he's a sergeant major, you're in charge. Because you outrank him. No, you big big muscle man. He has to be in charge. G.I. Joe, you not G.I. Jane. Probably listen to everything that he says because he's a sergeant major, which, by the way, a sergeant major really wouldn't be in a combat unit, but eh, whatever. It's G.I. Joe. <laughs> uh, but I think the only reason they gave Roblox that rank was in honor of Duke because technically in the cartoon, Duke, who was the leader of the G.I. Joe, was a sergeant major, which makes no sense. Uh, sure. But whatever. Um it is what it is. But then that's why they made him a captain in the movie, to make him at least a leader. I will say that hot wrestle lady, who I'm now going to give a name Lana. to, because I remember to look it up, uh, CJ Perry, who her wrestling name was Lana. Yep. Um, oh, oh, okay. She was, she knew what was going on. <laughs> she was aware that this was a dumb movie and portrayed it accurately for that. Her one-liners were delivered with the right, Zhuzh. <laughs> like, sure. she should have been the main person, not dumb kid, and definitely not Bruce Willis. Uh, and her sniper rifle was very, very cool, <laughs> if very impractical. Sidebar, we should make uh, merch with Kevin's face on it that just says Zhuzh. We should. Yeah. I don't know. When we get sued by um, uh, Carson from... Um, it's his word. Zhuzh? It's, it's his thing. No, Carson from the original uh, Queer Eye for the Straight Guy used to say that all the time. You say you have to zhuzh it up. Yeah, but he didn't invent the fucking word. Well, yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. But yeah, it's a, okay. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. And Kevin uses it in a different context. He does. I still want mine with so I, me I, saying Mila Josevich. I yeah. Both of these things should happen. That is a big <laughs> ass a big fucking, fucking gun. Sniper it's rifle. so stupid, and I love her. And every scene, she is absolutely chewing the scenery. Literally off. wearing a tank on her with a little anybody. Are you kidding me? What the fuck is this thing? <laughs> Does she shoot this like from her shoulder? Oh yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. There's no tripod. No. No, no bracing it oh, on. That's absolutely gonna hurt. Not. Yep, just no. I, though I think hers is some kind of laser weapon. Hers was the only one that looked like it was shooting energy and not bullets. That thing looks like it weighs more than she does. Absolutely, it does. It looks like it weighs more than the three of us combined. And she was fucking hilarious. Good. <coughs> I'm glad there was at least a, a, a good, strong. She did show a, a lot of her keister in very tight pants, so there is that. It's, it's not nudity, but you know, yeah. Yeah. get what you can take. 
Or take what you can get. But, I uh, have seen her uh, on on wrestling things, so I've seen her keister quite a bit. Yeah. And, and her uh, stupid... Well, I should say everyone's... Everyone who didn't have an exosuit had like a, a you know dirt bike mixed with Gears of War armor. <laughs> nice. And hers, yeah. her armor was very chesty, but it also kind of had to be. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah, I get that. Um, no, I don't get that. Don't... Don't watch it. Wait, <laughs> not at least I- for money. Like if the if you need like a good movie to like come up with a drinking game for <laughs> and it's on a streaming service for free, that's when you watch it. I that, genuinely, that is a party make fun of movie. I genuinely thought we were gonna finally get a pan, a direct pan from Kevin, but no. So we should do we should we should mystery science theater that one. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Yeah. Great. Sounds like fun. No, I was just saying, I, I thought we were going to get a movie pan, a movie where you went, nope, avoid don't, it all avoid costs. at all costs. That's, it's just not you, though. It's, it's really not. Like I can, I can always find a silver lining. Yeah, I know. Um, Except Valerian. Fuck that movie. <laughs> well, no, the beach scene was pretty cool. <laughs> and what's her name in Valerian was good. She was. Except Ultraviolet. Fuck that movie. That was a horrible. Fuck it. Yeah. Don't even watch it to make fun of it. That movie sucks. And the live action ghost in the show. I never saw it. Don't. I don't plan to. It don't was... watch Ultraviolet. No, oh, so bad. It's bad. So bad. <laughs> Why is it suddenly dark mid sentence when you were just talking in the day- daytime? I don't know. Neither did the editor, apparently. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Ooh, gravity boat. Neat. <laughs> Am I a vampire? Who knows? <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck Ultraviolet. Was there you go, a, Rob. Was that a Mila, <laughs> Thank you. That was a I Mila was Jovovich movie, wasn't it? It sure was. It was I'm sorry, it was a what movie? Mila Jovovich. It's still not right. It's Jovovich. Whatever. <laughs> it's close yes, enough. Yes, it is, isn't it? But it wasn't Josevich, and that's It wasn't. That's I, that's, that is a big step for you. But yes, it is Jovovich. <laughs> yeah, I forgot that she was a lead actress in that movie. Yes. Fucking! It was horseshit. Yeah, it was absolutely worst movies. Yeah. Ooh, our blazer on fire! Oh, you want to know? It's a sword fight with fire swords. You want to know? This was horrible and flux. Cartoon was great. Cartoon was great. Uh, the I, movie was fucking horseshit. Saw like five minutes. That's about all you need to see, and you already have seen seven minutes too much of it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really? Kind of stealing my six dollars. I, I, I wanted much of a joke, but okay. I wanted to keep on track with. I that. get you. I get you. I, I, I will give I you full credit you. for that joke. It, yeah, it didn't. He didn't steal the joke. He just kept the the, the theme um, going. He made a callback. There we go. The sweet merciful Christ. Watch boss level. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid and so much fun. You're gonna fucking love it. Did that right. Ryan Reynolds movie ever come out where he was like in a video game? N- it still hasn't. It, it still hasn't. But it is soon now. It's, yeah. it's back on release. Sweet. Yeah, that looks fun. Um, all right. Anything else before we get to nerd grabs? Nah. No? No. Right. Nerd grabs. Anybody got anything for nerd grabs? I feel like I did, but I don't remember what. Class. Um, yeah, so I uh, <coughs> I was supposed to get uh, a stupid toy from Florida today. <laughs> it's not even a toy. It's a fucking keychain. Okay, it's I was supposed to get a stupid keychain from Florida today. It's the today. dumbest thing in the world, and I'm very proud of it. But apparently I didn't get that. Um, no, so I... Um, so I picked up... I picked up a video game. Yeah. I like it a lot, but it definitely is not for everyone because it's a sports game. Ew. 
No, but it's good. Madden 95. If it's not Tecmo Bowl on the NES, I'm not interested. Right? Okay, oh, see. So or uh, NBA Jams, the arcade one. Never played oh, it. Okay. the best. So NBA, okay, but but keep the, or like NFL Blitz. Yeah. Mm-hmm. NBA no, Jams no. had all the ridiculousness. Tecmo so Bowl was Blitz. fucking legit. Blitz was also ridiculous. But anyways, it's in that vein, though. It's called Super Mega Baseball 3. <laughs> Oh my god! Cool, <laughs> and it's in that vein Super of like. Mega uh, do you remember backyard baseball, oh, backyard course, sports? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so it's in that style, but it is a slightly more grown-up version. It is definitely more of a. It's still a baseball simulation game, but it is a good one, mm-hmm. and it's not. Like it's obviously not tied to the MLB, so it doesn't have any fr- uh, any characters. Yeah, or right. any, no it doesn't have anything. anything yeah, yeah, no franchises or anything. But it's it's definitely in that vein of like backyard baseball, well, where it's kind of a just, name like Super Mega Baseball Three. Right. I definitely didn't expect it to have like you know the fucking New York Net Yankees and shit. Right. Um, I expected to have like the the Jersey Turnpike Yankums or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm currently playing on franchise mode with uh, the team called the Freebooters. Classic. I love it. Yeah, it's a fun. It, it, it is a fun game. The style is fun. It is a simul. It's a baseball simulation game. Just, just you have to go into it going, okay. It, if you, it's a baseball simulation game. But like the art style, the um. Uh, the customization and the, the the animation is very good. I I dig it. The mechanics are really good too. Like it's it's sort of more of a casual version of your regular baseball simulation games, which I like because baseball simulation games have gotten so technical and like most sports simulation games, they've become so, so boring technical, now. So boring. Not like I just want to slap the ball around the field and 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 score yeah, points. Do. Yeah, exactly. Um, like I just want to, like I want to hit the ball and I want to throw fiery fastballs at a catcher and make him. The terrain graphics are a lot better than I thought they'd be. Yeah. No. Like yeah, it's the terrain looks great. The graphics are great. The um, the the styling is very cartoony, and I like that though. Um, but it's fun. Uh, if you enjoy simulation video games, this is for you. If you don't, I understand this will not be for you. This is not your thing. But like it's, it mixes the, the right elements of simulation sports games with that arcade style of NBA Jam and Backyard Baseball mm-hmm. and, and NFL Blitz and stuff like that. So that's what I got. I got a couple things. Um, yeah. Obviously, my new phone. It's the same phone, just a model newer. So whatever. In case I have the eight and I have the nine. Yeah, your old after, one broke after after like twenty nine days. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I uh, I I I can't remember if I talked about this or not. I upgraded the hell out of my computer. Yes. Uh, uh, I don't think you talked about it, but I did see your Facebook post. Yes. Of your... I I I built it myself. Yeah. Uh, yeah. With with very little uh, input needed. Um, oh. The basically the only. Word of advice I got was uh, was it's DDR4 RAM, right? Uh, yes. Is it seated properly? Because apparently DDR4 RAM sucks to seat. Okay. Uh, but I, I, I got that corrected and started up. My drives are working. The operating Sweet. system worked, uh, other than needing to reactivate Windows. But mm. apparently it's common with new motherboards. And yes, I'm, I'm very proud of myself for, for, for awesome. building a computer, especially one that looks like a 
jet turbine engine. Yeah, it does. Very colorful <laughs> one. What 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 did you call it? What what are you? Calling I am it? calling it the boom tube. Excellent. <laughs> Very happy with it. And uh, dear listener, if you're not friends with Kevin on Facebook, but have seen Snyder the Snyder cut, it looks like a fucking boom tube. It sure it does. Really does. You ever name your car? Speaking of naming, I did. Things. I named it Ayla. Oh, okay. oh yeah. yeah. I feel like I should have named it Hamsar, but yeah, I named it Ayla. That's right. <laughs> Next time. Oh yeah, and the uh, the other one is uh, I got and throughout one full day uh, played through a game uh, with Sabra. Okay. Uh, called It Takes Two. This is a horror game, isn't it? No, it is a co-op puzzle solving, huh? Uh, okay. Platforming adventure. Literally takes two people to solve the puzzle. It you have to play it co-op. Huh. Interesting. Uh, you can Fun. either play it sp- split screen or online. If you play it online or LAN between mm-hmm. two connected systems, mm-hmm. you still only need one copy. Okay. Uh, the game allows uh, the second player to come in and play the game with you for free. Yes. Okay. Uh, no online services needed. <clears throat> okay. What, uh, what system? Uh, PlayStation 4 or 5 and Xbox One or Series X. Okay. okay. Crossplay? Well, no, because it has to be on the same. Oh, okay. The same thing. <clears throat> okay. Because you have to be able to use those online services. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Or you know, sitting in the same room. Gotcha. So we played it split screen, and uh, the uh, you basically play With a, a piece of cardboard. Yeah. Yeah. No, because uh, you don't need because you have to work together. Oh, okay. This is not. This is all. It it takes two to solve Switch the puzzle. Right. Yeah, exactly. Um, and so it's about a, uh, a husband and wife who are getting a divorce. <laughs> All right. And their manic child who basically curses them into these voodoo dolls. <laughs> For lack of better terminology. She makes these two dolls, one out of wood, one out of clay. Uh-huh. Uh, and you wake up in those bodies. Um, <laughs> and you go through basically a fantastical version of your house. Because like every room you go to suddenly becomes huge and weird and right. like you go into snow globes and it's there's a lot of magic and hmm. um you're basically guided by the book of love who uh is who is Hispanic and plays that up. All right. But so is the so is the 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 character actor. Okay. Um he actually voices both the book and the main guy. Oh, okay. And so you discover that while you're going through this your bodies are just in sort of comas. And, like, your daughter is trying to talk to you, like, her parents, and they're not responding to her. And so she just thinks they're mad at her because she overheard them talking about getting a divorce. And that's why, you know, she cried onto these dolls and they woke up in their bodies. And so it's you trying to figure out how to get your bodies back. Um, and the meanwhile, the Book of Love is trying to fix your relationship really poorly. Um, it's it's a very cute game, but it's also a little dark. Um, yeah. The puzzles are great. Uh, you you will get mad at each other a, a, a time or two. Mm. We had to take a little break for a while. <laughs> sure. Um, but yeah, we like I said, we spent the entire day playing. It. Nice. Uh, and we loved every second. And the the characters look like us. Like oh. the actual husband and wife don't, but their dolls do. Uh, the the husband goes into this clay body who's on the thicker side. Sure. Uh, who loves green. And huh. the girl goes into a wooden doll with these cute glasses and big curly blue hair. Huh. Yeah. Hmm. It's us. <laughs> so we're thinking That's, about cosplaying it. Yes, Perfect. you should. And so, uh, yeah, it's 
It's very cute. The the puzzles are each level has a different thing that you right. each have to do. So you, you each get things that work together. Like uh, and it's the the gender norms are switched. Hmm. She works all the time. He's a stay at home dad. Sure. She's an engineer. He's kind of the the garden loving housemaker. Right. Right. Right, um, right. And so she gets this giant hammer, and you get these magic Thor nails <clears throat> that you have to to javelin into the wall to get her to hook across stuff. Okay. And you can pull them back and then reshoot them as she's going. Oh, sure. Very cool. So that's like the first like level the thing. Raja. Yep. The, the next, uh, there's a section that's like Diablo. Nice. There's a section that's like Diablo where she becomes a knight and you become a mage and like you actually <laughs> no, have like spells and stuff you're casting and, so the, um, the daughter obviously doesn't see the voodoo dolls running around the house. No, she okay. can't. As a matter, as a matter of fact, you get right in front of her and you're invisible to her. Huh. Um, and so they come up with this, and this is like not even halfway through the game. They think that in order to get themselves human again, they have to. Cr- she has to cry on the dolls again. Uh. I don't know why they think making her re sad would fix her being sad, but they're not terribly good parents. <laughs> <laughs> so what you do is you is you try and wreck her her favorite toy. Jesus. And, you're, and, and like everything becomes sentient in this. The the hammer and the nails are sentient. Like they talk to you right. and give you guff. And so this doll is like the queen of the toy kingdom. Mm-hmm. And you are pulling her, like, and you have to keep doing it, like, to try and throw her off. And like her ear is ripping, and she's crying for you to to just stop so that you can you can just play. You don't have to do this. And it's like the whole time we're doing this, we're like, this, I, this is too fucked up. This is too dark. Stop it, game. Uh, and it's, yeah, it's. Um, How fun. So that's the first half is, you know, coming to the realization that's not how you do it. The second half is basically uh, couples therapy. Nah. Um, I was going to say, Rob, if, if if you had a console, I would definitely suggest it. But I, I, I don't it's on Steam. Is it? Yeah. Perfect. Uh, if you can play it with Joanna, I'll see. Yeah, I, she's I, not much. She does not video game. It, it's it is. There are a few boss fights that are rough, but for the most part, the gameplay is fairly gentle. Okay. Hmm. It's more about the puzzle solving, but there there was one boss fight that just, like what you had to do was get this beetle to run over these like steam ports that you had to blow up basically so that it was on the underside of his tummy. Very common boss mechanic. But the timing of it, Saber just wasn't it wasn't clicking for her. Right. So we just switched. Yeah. And she filled up the the ports while I I, I did the timing right. choosing. And that's that's something you can absolutely do is just here, you do this, I'll do this. But um, yeah, it uh, uh, incredible amounts of fun. Hmm. Um, nice. So if you have, if you are a person who has a person, and you both like to like to video game, pick it up. It's only forty bucks. Um, hmm. Like I said, it, it took us the whole day. So if you if you save it a little more, it'll definitely last. But even you know, as a as a one day uh, playthrough, uh, worth every penny because right. the the graphics were beautiful and the environments were fun and the the writing was really witty. So nice. How old, how old is the daughter in this one? Like a kid or she's a kid. She's uh, she's like 10, 12, 10, 10, 10, 12. 10 to twelve range. Hmm. Yeah, that's what it looks like. Anyways, do you see your bodies walking around? Like the- no, the, like the the mom is like asleep on the couch and the dad is just sitting up in kind of a weird psychotic like <laughs> waking coma. Yeah, sweet. Um, but there's the, a fun. fucking actual squirrel. A couple of them, in fact. What's happening? Oh yeah, the oh, the squirrels versus the wasps. That's uh, 
It's a good scene. Yeah. It's well, that's where the, the and the squirrels versus the wasps is where you um, where the guy gets um, a sap sprayer. And yeah, the, I see that. And the girl gets a matchstick thrower, so basically a bazooka. <laughs> and then you just lay down napalm for her to lay, light on fire. Nice. Anything else? No, it's that was that was just my hand grabs. I feel like I got something, but I don't remember what it was. Like I didn't like is there anything. Oh, I got my windows tinted on my car. Nice. So the back is like super dark now. Wow, a nine point two five from Game Informer. The the soundtrack is incredible. It the game is good. Hmm. I've seen a lot of perfect scores, perfect scores. Metacritic has it as a, at a 90. 9.25 from Game Informer. GameSpot put it, gave it a 9. IGN, 9. Huh. All right. Yeah. I, cool. did, uh, I did finally decide that I was going to start, like, do a, do a cross mix of nerdiness. So I got another Poe Dameron uh, helmet mm-hmm. okay. um, from GameStop because they're only, like, 80 bucks. Never credit card, so why, why the fuck not? <laughs> yeah, it's on the one that you pay off. You have to spend something on it every once in a while, don't you? So, I mean, whatever, eighty bucks. Um, it's like two payments. I literally don't have a credit card, um, so I'm going to take it and I'm going to repaint it. But I got like a bunch of Ravenclaw decals, so I want to paint it like a Ravenclaw color thing and like put the big Ravenclaw symbol on it. It's still got the Star Wars symbols on it too. Um, these are like custom stickers I got for our custom decals I got from Etsy. Um, they're very nice, very good looking. Uh, so I might do that. So I'll probably start working on that now that uh, everything's kind of settled down with the movie. And I'm finally, I think on my days off, I'll actually have days off. I don't have to do shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm going to do that um, until the next project. <laughs> until the next fucking project. Uh, I think that's about it. I didn't really get anything like super nerdy. I will say a few days ago, GameStop was having a sale on their helmets. And uh, <coughs> the uh, Ant-Man helmet was like 40 bucks. Really? Down oh. from 100 And the Cobra Commander helmet was 50 bucks, down from 120 And you bought the Cobra Commander? I, I, I bought both of them. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask. I would love to see the Cobra Commander one. Well, you've, you know me, I, I like the whole show and tell aspect. I'll bring them over. Um, every time they've had a, that same, that sale, I try to get the Luke Skywalker one. They're always out of stock. And then I try I was, to get the, the Punisher, was, Iron Man, Iron Punisher one, mm-hmm. always out of stock. And that's so I was, fucking, ugh. I was surprised the Ant-Man one was in stock. I'm like, when, how, do they like stock like three of these? And then. Yes. Okay. Well, that and uh, there, there are people who definitely watch. GameStop, and I think it does change over like at midnight, and so Fuck. or very early in the morning, and they they're on it right away looking. But you would think they would have like, and they, then if you even try to buy it for hundred bucks, they're still out of stock. Yep. I'm like, then how do you put it on sale if you don't know stock? I don't get it. I don't get it. I just want one, fuckers. <sighs> well, I, like I want it just so I can redo it, so I can make my own X-wing pilot helmet because I figured the hundred dollars is like cheaper than. Buying the two hundred and seventy-five dollar kit from Etsy, right? Which I don't. I, I, I get it. I should probably support the Etsy artist more, but money-wise, it just makes more sense because I might dump more money into it. And if I screw it up, um, I don't feel too bad. I can just repaint it versus screwing up an actual thing that cost me a shit ton of money. So yeah, I think that's about it. Is that anything else? Anybody got anything else? No. Yeah. No. Yeah. Anything I brag about? Put it, put it out there. Anything? No. <laughs> and then there was silence. I had a dirty joke, but I just decided not to do it. 
Nobody wants to see your penis, Rob. That's why I didn't make the dirty joke. I appreciate it. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll uh, I'll show it to you later. No. Oh, well. No. Uh, we will uh, do a little. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, all, all natural. <laughs> yeah, 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 I totally already forgot it. Yeah. All Falcon right. and the Winter Soldier, all natural. See, that is double entendre e and still classy. He's all natural. I don't know. <laughs> put an umlaut somewhere. <laughs> that sounds right. <laughs> yeah. Not even a German word. Yeah, um, it's a French it, it, French spelling of a, of a couple words there. German umlauts. Yes. And then I put the little like dash thing that you put above uh, vowels. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll do the all-natural version uh, for Winter Soldier. Uh, so we will do that very shortly. There should be one left in there, isn't there? No? Okay, sorry. I thought there was one left. And, uh, yeah, so we'll take a quick commercial break, and then we will come back with all-natural. Commercial! Commercial! <laughs> Hey, this is Rob from Best Threesome Ever. Be sure to give us a review on Google Play, Apple Podcasts, and Podbean. Thanks so much. All right, and we're back for our R Natural version of uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. We are going to spoil the shit out of it, so if you have not seen it, uh, come back when you have. Um, if you have seen it, uh, listen and give us comments. Tell us what you think. Do you agree with us? Do you not agree with us? What do you think of Falcon and the Winter Soldier? Me, personally, this is the cop buddy drama that I've always fucking wanted in my life, because... Falcon and uh, and Bucky are, God, they are the perfect, just, they're so good together. The, the two actors just. Like the, the uh, what is it, Jack Lemmon and Walter Matthau. Yes. Uh, odd couple. Odd couple, yeah. I was going to say, boy, I sure haven't seen Lethal Weapon 2 in a long time. <laughs> this is way better than Lethal Weapon 2. And Does by that the, make uh, Baron Zemo Joe Pesci? Yes. I love that's it. That's why it's Lethal Weapon 2. It's perfect. <laughs> oh, he's so great in this. I'm getting, <laughs> yeah. I'm getting way more character arc out of him in this show than I was in Civil War when we actually got his backstory. Right. And you get to see that, you know, as a Baron, he actually, like, the, the title sticks. He's got some fucking money, apparently. That, uh, he does. He, he is a Baron. He is a Baron. Yeah, but you know how, you know, yeah. fucking people get titles and character names and they're not. No, super villains get titles and character names and they're picked because they sound cool. Then when you transfer it to live action, you have to, you know, justify it. Right. Uh, and the the woman that plays uh, the main villain lady that was in Rogue One. Uh, yeah. She's a, she's amazing. Solo. Han Solo. Sorry, yeah, Solo. Uh, she's fucking amazing. She's incredible. It, it just She wasn't a villain in Solo, was she? Well, she was like a anti-hero. She was a, a freedom fighter, sort yeah. of yeah. terrorist. Yeah. Yeah. Weird. A little, little typecasting, I feel, but it's it, fine. It's fine. She's real good at it. Good with it. Uh, yeah, but she's She's absolutely amazing, and she's very good. And someone, please find me her name, because I am so curious. I'm surprised you didn't know it already. I know, right? I'm yeah. usually really good at you this. You are. You are usually you threw you off your game. Yeah, that's fine. Ao comes back. Florence Kasumba. It's Aaron Kellyman. Aaron Kellyman. Jesus, you are way off. Um, she's also going to be in the new Willow no. series, apparently. <laughs> really? No, awesome. Uh, Ao 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 from Wakanda. Oh, one yeah, of the right? one oh, yeah, of the Dora Milaje. I, yeah, 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 I think yeah. you mean Captain America. <laughs> God, they're fucking awesome too. <laughs> and the the 
the um, what was that thing that somebody put? I think Kelly posted it on her Facebook about uh, congratulations to uh, the guy that plays Captain America because he's playing a character that we all love to fucking hate. Oh, and it, he's, absolutely. Wyatt Russell is killing it. <sighs> Yeah. I, and in this last when, episode, he's fucking killing it. Oof, but but like when, when actors can truly make me hate their character, yes. that's how you know they're doing a good job. I, my, my scale is usually if the, the, like hate of characters is like Dolores Umbridge is like the top uh, of my like one to Dolores Umbridge. Joffrey, Joffrey, yeah, but for me, he's uh, up. I mean, he's up yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. John Walker's creeping up on Joffrey pretty quick, man. That's bad, but yeah, he's no, 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 not yet. Anyways, he's gonna need like two more seasons of this shit to really go that far for me. Right. But like, so there was one thing I saw brought up that was a really good point, and that's you know, people figured that in order to be able to throw Captain America's shield efficiently you mm-hmm. had to be a super soldier because mm-hmm. the only people we really saw use it were him and bucky yeah both of whom were super soldiers well now fucking john walker comes in and he's throwing it around and it like a it. frisbee but uh what they pointed out that was a really good point was the only time you saw him hit multiple targets was when it was stationary targets yeah like target practice anytime he actually used it on a person it was a single one and back hmm. until yeah. the last episode after yeah. he took the super soldier formula, that's when he was doing all sorts of crazy bounces and and hitting multiple dudes, what? which I found really interesting. Yeah, hmm. that is very interesting. Because that what that also could mean. Sorry, uh, that's fine. What that could also mean is that if, uh, if if Sam does end up getting the shield, he can use it effectively. Maybe not as effectively as Cap, but they've they've now basically made the excuse that normal people can use it, just not you know. Yeah, to the 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 physics defying degree that you know Steve Rogers, can. and maybe that's what like you, when you see him in that first scene, and he's like, "Why can't I throw this thing like Cap can?" I mean, how hard fucking hard is it to throw a fucking shield? And then he's like, "He's like, I can't throw it like Cap. I can't be Captain America." And the whole "I can't be Captain America" thing. But um, my other thought was there was a very fun scene that they showed, and I don't remember it in the movie, but it's very very quick. Speaking of the shield. Uh, but it was it obviously took place during Civil War when Black Widow uses the shield for half a hot second, and I don't remember that in the movie. So I'm wondering if it was like maybe a cut fight scene, but it was a it was like a they teamed up sort of thing, and she kind of had the shield for half a second. And yeah, I might have to watch it again. Um, but I don't ever remember her touching the shield ever, or maybe it wasn't maybe it wasn't Civil I, maybe it wasn't maybe it was uh, not Civil War uh, Age of Ultron maybe. Either way, there was in in Captain or in Falcon Winter Soldier. There's when they were showing like the montage of. I feel like I remember her having to deliver Captain Shield at one point. Like she had it for like a hot second and had to like redistribute it to him. I feel like I remember something in maybe, there. but it was in but it was in the video the Avenger video montage that they had in the middle of the last episode, and she like had it block something, and like Cap was coming, and like she tossed it to him. Or, I don't remember exactly, but it was. I was like, that's. I want to see more of that. I want to see more of that scene. Man, because I like seeing Black Widow fight because she's awesome. Rob? Uh So I just wanted to go back um, and make sure that we 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 give a bit of an overview of the series currently, just because like we jumped right in and jumped right to the last episode that that came out. But like, yeah, this it's, all, it's all natural. It's raw, baby. <clears throat> 
All right. We just stuck it right in and went with it. God, oh, come on. <laughs> You're rocking all over it. <laughs> you sure are. At least I'm sticking with the theme this time. He's sticking to something. Um, Ew. Um, no, so I just want to go back and give a little context because, like, the, the series takes place, obviously, after everyone comes back from the snap. Yep. And we get this idea. Uh, we get a couple of really interesting concepts. One, there's the Flag Smashers, who mm-hmm. uh, were people that were left behind during the snap. Mm-hmm. And there was this whole idea of, you know, uh, the world. <coughs> the world sort of all came together and, and really helped each other out. And then everyone had places to live and all this idea. And it sort of became a good place sort of. And then there's this idea of this group called the GRC. Is that what it's called? Global relocation the, council. They're also called the, the flag smashers. No, 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 no. Oh, the, 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 the other one, the, the oh, organization, the, the organization. Yes. For the, refu- yeah, yeah. the GRC, the, the, the relocation guy, the refugee co- uh, company. Yeah. Uh, the refugee council. Um, and they're the ones who are putting the flag smashers in refugee camps and whatnot. Um, and I love I love that concept. And I'm glad we're touching on things that are important, like what the f- what the fuck do you do when half of the population suddenly disappears from existence and then five years later reappears? And there's there's a whole thing there. It's a, it's really a discussion that you have to. Think about it. Sorry, my mom's calling me. That's weird. Um, hey, ma'am. But yeah, so like, so that's where we start the series. Oh, and, and because Sam and Bucky came back from the blip. Luke Sam, Skywalker and Papa Doc. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I can't stop seeing him as Luke Skywalker, by the way. Why? Yeah, Papa Doc was his character from 8 Mile. You're welcome. I know. Mm-hmm. Sure was. Why? <laughs> Why would you remind me of that? Oh, my God. This is a good movie. Yes. This is a good movie, but I forgot completely about the Britney Murphy's Jesus. Britney Murphy's last movie. If I, was no, it? I don't think no. it was her last no. movie. No, no, it was not her no. last movie. Sure, yeah, I think it was her last important movie. <laughs> yeah. That's probably true. Girl Interrupted, maybe. Anyways, let me just skip after that. Um, continue. <sighs> so I have to look up the last movie so, Britney Murphy was in. Yeah, no, that's fine. So Luke Skywalker and Papa Doc, Jesus. As soon as you said it, too, like my brain just flooded with the memory of that. And I'm like, no. <laughs> so, yeah, so Sam and Bucky come back and like Sam goes home to this world that just is shitty. <laughs> like, and <sighs> there's so many good things about this series. I love it so much. It's really good. Like, Technically, she died in 2009, but her last movie was in 2014, so, you know, there's that. Huh. But her last movie, while still alive, that I'm sure wasn't delayed, die hell, was something called Abandon, and it doesn't look very good. I believe that. So, yeah, like, the context of the show is is this idea that I think it's playing a lot on the theme of, like, what do you do with all these people now, and what do you do with a world so irrevocably changed? And that plays in different ways. You know, what does Sam and Bucky do now that Steve's gone? What did the flag smashers do now that they've been removed from their, 
their homes that they've developed over the last five years. And brings up a very important question of uh, hero financing. Yeah. With, uh, you know, Daddy Warbucks no longer paying the bills. Also curious about that. Although I feel like Sam explains it because it's pretty quickly explained that Sam has government contracts. He did. But, uh, you know, a lot of the others didn't. And, and while he made it clear that Tony didn't really pay them, it still seemed like he had a facility where they were living, you know, yeah. rent-free with meals and what have you. Wasn't the place they were living, wasn't that uh, pretty much Avengers headquarters? Yeah. Well, like it, well, the, the, Avengers the tower campus. and then the, the compound. Yeah. The compound, yeah. This series has also brought up some very interesting things. Hold on. I don't know if I want to hear this. (laughs) (laughs) Visual gag on an audio podcast. Podcast in a row as we did that. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, we're bringing it back. back. Bringing it back. Stop it. Oh, God. Bring it back back to you. No. (laughs) Anywho. (laughs) (laughs) So this this show does delve into some interesting themes. Um including Sam being a black superhero. Emphasis on black. Oh, yeah, because there's, there's, there's... Every episode. That moment with the police was... It's the oh. first episode where he can't get a fucking bank loan. He's a literal superhero. People know him. He is a celebrity. Like, people know who he is. He cannot Which, get a bank loan. Not just as a black man, but also a, a, a good point on how, you know, the, the veterans... Are sort of treated in that yeah. regard as well. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, and um, I'm gonna I'm gonna say something possibly a little controversial here. I wish this show had come out before Wandavision. Really? Yes, uh, because I think this show is what people expected out of a mainline MCU TV show. They expected a a long movie. Sure. Mm-hmm. And so I think this would have done a better job at leading leading into the more uh, off-kilter off format of WandaVision. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, just, I just think that the, the flow would have, been, would have been there a little bit more. And, and plus everything they've, they've talked about with you know, the displacement mm-hmm. um, and that kind of thing, I think that yeah. would have also helped lead the way into exactly who you know what kind of organization sword is and that kind of a thing so right. i i, I kind of wish this had come first yeah okay just as sort of a an, an ebb and flow sort of a thing yeah yeah so, uh, but i also think that at the end of the show it's not gonna be called the falcon and the winter soldier anymore uh, i think it's gonna be called captain america and the white wolf yeah Ooh. that's fair oh. uh, i think there's a reason they 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 brought in Wakanda and to, to give a reason to call him White Wolf again and sure yeah yeah so um, Io kicking all sorts of ass oh Io like there are so many elements to the show that I love Zemo is he's a treasure <laughs> just every just moment he is on it. screen you know is going to be delicious uh-huh. he's he's a delightful <laughs> villain but also kind of uh, He's incredibly, he's significantly more sympathetic this time around. Absolutely. And, and, and the last one, he was a grieving widow and, uh, and, and father. father. Like, and, and you still like, oh, he's such a 
dick. Right. Now you're like, oh, look at him dance. I love that guy. Yeah. <laughs> look at him dance. We'll, we'll take a 10-hour uh, <laughs> loop of that Marvel. Thank you. <laughs> and and I, don't, I don't know if he listens, but Kyle, if you do, thank you for the strong bad version that oh you made. Oh, my God. That was uh, great. I made him join my Homestar Runner crap posting group that. so that he could post it there, and everyone went wild for it. Yeah. That's awesome. He was welcomed with open arms. Naturally. Uh, but there's so many major themes of this show. Like, major themes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I will counter your argument for WandaVision versus Winter, uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier coming out first. Because while I don't think it was planned this way, and we've talked about this, well, I don't think it was planned this way. Um, having Falcon and the Winter Soldier come out in the middle of the Derek Chauvin trial. Is huge, yeah, and, and I think I think it gives context to the show, <clears throat> the way it wouldn't have had had this come out before WandaVision. Mm-hmm. I think there the context wouldn't have been as fresh, anyways. I don't um, think I don't think they planned that. I think it just no, they didn't happen that. But way. it certainly benefits from it. Yeah, I, I think I think it gives it a, another shade. And it gives it another, like, it forces you to see the, the, the racial aspect of the show. Yeah. Down to Isaiah, we should not, like, gloss over that. But fucking Isaiah oh. and... Mm. and Man, that scene hit hard. Yep. Sure did. And, it's, and it was played by none other than the Mar- Mash... Try that again. I'll try that again. Take two. And it's played by none other than the Martian Manhunter himself, Carl Lumley. Mm-hmm. Fuck yeah. <laughs> I love that, that that old man has gotten to play some pretty heavy hitter. He sure has. <laughs> superheroes. Yeah. But yeah, and it's it you know, it's interesting the um you know, the moment where the the, the cops see, you know, Sam and, and Bucky arguing and they're immediately aggressive towards Sam until they realize, you know, oh, you're a superhero. I'm so sorry, sir. That kind of thing. And it's, it reminded me of Terry Crews in Brooklyn nine, nine. Oh, sure. Where he, he was confronted by that officer. And mm-hmm. then later when they were talking, he's like, if I had known you were a cop, if you had just said so, he's like, it, it shouldn't matter. Need, it, it shouldn't need to take that. Right. For you to not do that. You know, what's really funny is that one of my favorite shows on my PD blue, they have that very same theme where one of the lieutenants who's black, uh, the character's name is Arthur Fancy. I forget the actor's name, who's also a very good actor. And it's a fun name, um, Arthur Fancy, Lieutenant name Fancy. Arthur Fancy. Uh, but he's also been in a lot of things. But there is an episode where he's driving with his wife somewhere. Mind you, he is a lieutenant in the New York Police Department. Mm-hmm. Gets pulled, or like there's a, something happening on the street, and all he says is like, "Hey, those kids look scared." Can you like do something? Can you put him in a car? Can you put him in a squad or anything? James McDaniel. Thank you. Um, and he doesn't identify himself. He's in plain clothes, whatever. And he like they like ah the cops are like ah fuck off you know like get the hell out of here who the hell are you get the fuck away. And he gets he like stops the car gets out and his wife's like don't get out don't get out don't get out. And he gets out and he approaches them and of course immediately the cops are like what the fuck are you doing? Get on the ground. Fucking, and he still doesn't identify himself. And I think at one point he says he's a cop or something. He might say he's a lieutenant. I'm going to reach for my shield or something. They're like, no, no, no. And they grab him, like throw him on the ground, pull his wife out of the car, throw her on the ground and all this other shit. And then the whole episode is about him confronting those cops about what the fuck, he, he, you know, and then they find out he's a lieutenant and then they're like, oh shit, uh, we're sorry, and then he makes it. And there's a lot of racial things, especially with Detective Sipowitz and how he 
pretty much starts off the series being a... Oh, he's a total fucking racist. Oh, absolutely is. Yeah. 100%. But his character arc... And this was filmed starting in 92, 93. I use him as a reference for masturbation, by the way. Who? Sipowitz? Yeah, giving yourself a Sipowitz. Oh, fair enough. Like a short sleeve. You, just don't, you don't have to read too much <laughs> into it. Super glad my boss listens to the show now. Sorry, Amy. <laughs> oh. Um... But yeah, it's okay. She's more offended by Nick at this point, right? Well, but the fact that he <laughs> he uh, he goes for this huge character arc and and to the point where like his wife is like, "Don't teach our son that. Don't you dare fucking turn him into who you are." And just this like his whole internal battle with being a racist and like not yeah. being a racist and like realizing, "Oh shit, I'm trying to say I'm saying things." But my point is, is that it was this was the '90s. Right, or even oh. the Golden Girls '80s in the '80s with the episode Family Matters did it. Yeah, with, oh yeah, with uh, with the the eldest son. Yep, and how uh, he wanted to file a complaint, and, and Carl was like, "No, don't do it, don't rock the boat." And then he realized, "Wait, this is my this is my son. I need to I need to make some waves about this." It was right, very good episode yeah. by the way. Uh, Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Say Fresh Prince of Bel Air, where yeah, the, oh. where um, Uncle Phil walks into the <sighs> station, and yeah, because the party, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. And even the and even the the I think his mom, the wife, literal chills. Yeah. yeah. Look at that. Oh God, that show. Right. Um, it's almost as powerful as the dad one. Uh, oh, which, fuck. Stop it. Make me cry again. Oh, I cry every time with the the scene with his dad. What? What? The where his why dad don't he come, love me, man? Yeah. The, yeah. And when Uncle. Oh comes, shit! I'm doing. When it. Shredder I'm, just hugs him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I'm I'm getting like, it's okay, just Jim thinking Jay, about I got this. you. I'm yeah. a Shredder. Yeah. Yeah, That's how um, I'd associate. <laughs> but to make a Family Matters reference even funnier, uh, in Invincible, uh, he voices the actor that played the dad in that show. Voices one of the characters, the principal of the school, and his name is Principal Winslow. Awesome, awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty fun. Anyways, it is, so Falcon of the Winter Soldier. <laughs> yeah. But it, it's <sighs> dear America, who doesn't fucking understand about systemic racism. When TV shows and movies and other pop culture things are making references to it throughout, uh, for a long time, because things are not fucking changing, that kind of a kind of a, a sign. And if you can't fucking read that sign, you don't fucking understand it. And and just because they're overt about it and not because they're throwing it in your face instead of being subtle like like some other things have been. Doesn't mean you need to trash it. No, absolutely you not. Maybe listen yeah. a little. But yeah, so it, so it's it's it is very interesting that with everything going on, and mm-hmm. they bring that up, and, and and I agree with you. I think it's it's got, it, it's an accidental scheduling issue. Like I don't think that was planned, but I think happy coincidence. Ah, uh, that's not. Fa- I think it is for Im- no. I think it is important that this coincidence happened absolutely i think it's an important coincidence uh, yep. i think it's i think it's yeah i, I don't want to call it happy i don't want to associate positive sentences no, i with get this. I, I i understand you I, yep but i, I think yep, it's important right. that this comes out now especially now yeah. um as uh, for those who may be listening way in the future as a timestamp, uh we are recording on april 14th Four days after uh, Dante Wright was shot and killed in Brooklyn Center. Um, today in our is home the, state. Huh? In our home state. Yeah, in our home state of Minnesota. No, that we yeah. record from Minnesota. Yeah, I was going to say. Um, so Dante Wright was just uh, shot 
and killed by a police officer in Brooklyn Center. And so, like, we actually haven't watched a new episode of... Uh, a new episode hasn't come out of Falcon and the Winter Soldier since then, but the episode we just came off of was episode four, where John Walker... <sighs> fucking just... Brutally kills. Brutally kills an unarmed man on the sidewalk with everyone filming on their phones. Yeah. Like, and this is happening during the Chauvin trial. And unfortunately, what happened directly after that, two days after that episode came out, Dante Wright was uh, shot and killed by a police officer. Um, And yeah, I don't think there's a more important time for this show to come out, honestly. But I also think they, when they were writing the show, obviously it was written. It was written before Floyd. It was written before George Floyd. It was written before Derek Chauvin was even a household name. Right. And, and, but that goes to what I was saying earlier that it's not like Floyd is a, is a one time thing. These things have been happening all over the world. And just because you don't hear about them doesn't mean they don't fucking happen. They and 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 in like I was, um, these cases are being uh, are the 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 straw that broke, you know, that just the floodgate just fucking it, enough is enough, right? And yeah. and I think, but that's what you what you're saying is that this was written before all that, and well, yeah. that is true. I mean, they could have edited it a little bit and said, "Oh shit, this is happening. Let's make this more real world." Well, and the fact that it was written, and I don't know if it was filmed before or during. Don't know. Uh, I honestly don't know. But the especially the John Walker scene yeah. where he yeah absolutely just kills a dude with the shield like that was that was hard to watch. It was really hard to watch. Because, of course, like the whole series, we are taught, this guy fucking sucks. Is it, he is lifted to me, from mediocrity to instant fame because he's white. I'm, he is. I'm going to be curious to see, because you know this is going to be speaking about the government, government cover-ups, how in the show the government is going to react to the video footage of Captain America beating the shit out of somebody. And I'm curious, I'm because you know it's going to mirror what's happening in America and what has been happening in America. But since he's a literally created by the United States government, not he was a superhero, joined the Avengers, signed an agreement, you know, et cetera, et cetera. This is literally a guy that they're like, we need a we need a symbol for America, and here's your symbol for America. So I, I watched a couple of TikTok comedians, and uh, one of them put out a great video. A couple today, I think. And again, some of this stuff is real raw, you guys. But uh, they, the TikTok comedian was like, man, if John Walker doesn't settle down, he's going to get put on administrative leave. I'm going to have one of his CEOs talk about how he had a really bad day. I'm, I'm guessing that the next episode they might show like reactions to it. Yeah. And, I hope, and I'm hoping there's going to be like a conservative political pundit who are, who are going to say stuff like, well, the, he shouldn't have been resisting. Yeah. Oh, that kind of a thing. Yep. Yeah. I hope so. Absolutely. Like, because I felt what I like about the, that scene is that more a lot of the sh- this show is about racism straight up like it's not just a quiet theme in the background it is 
it is about racism and br- police brutality and all of those themes right up front. And like, sure, for the first three episodes, we get a lot of what it really did focus a lot more on the fact that on the idea of Sam's blackness and how that affects who he is in the world, like with the cop scene, with the Isaiah Bradley scene, the black Falcon, uh, the, uh, black, yeah, the black, the, the, Falcon. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. <clears throat> where they're walking up to Isaiah Bradley's yeah, house. Yeah. Yeah. Black Falcon. No, I'm just really Falcon. Like, um, yeah. uh, to the, the kid a bit. That was a good scene. Mm-hmm. Like playful. Uh, well, and then the uh, even before the first episode with the senator who is just like, you did the right thing, Sam. Mm-hmm. And, and like this and, and the bank loan. It The first three episodes were all about Sam's blackness and how that affects how he racism. and how that affects him, how he moves through the world. But like episode four, we see a shift. And then now it's as about how John Walker got where he was because he looks like Captain America, which is to say the good he man looks ver- white. Well, the good man versus the perfect soldier. Yeah. 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 The actual man who was a good man <laughs> and the yeah. perfect soldier and now... But Cap, as far as we know, Cap is technically still alive. He's not, he's not coming out of like his hidden... Yeah. I mean, everybody thinks he's dead, but I, I know that Sam knows he's still alive. Well, and that's and a, so does Bucky technically. Yeah, technically. But like that's an interesting part uh, that happened. Um, like, didn't we predict that we were going to see Cap's funeral in the beginning? Well, you tried to spoil it and say that that's how it started. Okay, yeah, yeah. We like, didn't predict want... anything. You, oh no, I... you misread a situation and tried to spoil it. <laughs> it is. Um, oh, by the way, uh, Rhodey shows up in the first episode. That's neat. That was neat. It was neat. Yeah, I like was... seeing that. But there's been so much in this show that, like, I forgot about Don Cheadle in that first episode. While this show is very impactful and very much talking about the systemic racism in America, do you think it would be more or less impactful if what was currently happening in America was not happening? Or would it be about the same? I think it'd be about the same, honestly. Like. I, and that just—I was just wondering. I'm just—I was just curious. So, so the fact that this is happening now during the Derek Chauvin trial, uh, and that, and and during a lot of this unfortunate police brutality stuff again, like it brings a different context to the uh, to the themes explored in the show, mm-hmm. and brings some themes that maybe they weren't trying to put up front right up front. Um, it's more re- it's it's more real, yeah. Because like, if we didn't have, if George Floyd had never happened, I don't know if I would be sitting here watching the final scene of that last episode where John Walker just kills a dude with the shield in any other way than that's a that 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 I would that's a cop killing a guy. That's what that is right there. I wouldn't maybe I wouldn't have that framework. Maybe I'd have more of a, that guy's got superpowers and he just fucking misused them. But what I see now is that's a cop killing a guy. I guess I wouldn't relate it to a cop, but I would relate it to America really fucking things up. Oh, yeah. America being a bully to the rest of the world. That might have come through. I guess it just, I don't know. Uh, Yeah. It's it's heavy stuff, man. It is. It is. And I and I agree that it I mean it <clears throat> I would have viewed it as any 
other type of brutality that we've seen by some sort of authority figure being recorded in modern day because everybody's got a fucking camera on their phone. Yeah. And okay, boomer. <laughs> <laughs> that point. Uh, I will, Kevin gets that point. Sorry. No, I just meant that like it's it's very true and that's what that's what uh, society does is that you see these things happen in front of you, you record it. Yeah. And that's why I'm curious to see what the next episode will show about how the cover up is going to happen. What's the cover up story? What's this what what are they going to say like we were talking about what's, before? What's the spin? Yeah. What's the spin? I'm fascinated that you think it's going to go straight to cover up. Oh, it absolutely will. It's American government. Well, it's the American it's, government. It's, That's I mean, a it's, good point. It's definitely going to go to to spin mode. I mean, he was a he was a dangerous terrorist after all. Captain America was just doing his job, right? <laughs> That's what they'll say. Yeah. No, I know. I, it, but I can't help but link it back, man. And you're not wrong to do so. I mean, it's yeah. it's a common. It's a, it's a far too. Common element in American, well, it's, mostly it's a American trope. society. Unfortunately, they'll, it's a trope. They'll find all of his priors and yeah, because you remember drag him through the dirt and yep, show him all the pictures of him with the guns and his his terrorist organization. The one time he, the one time he, he smoked a weed cigarette, right? And uh, the the fact that this <laughs> is Captain America, the guy has won three medals of honor, which I actually think is pretty much impossible, but it is. Um. You know, and he's Unless a you're dec- the perfect soldier. Well decorated soldier and yeah. always had the right moral compass and and I also thought it was an interesting thing that they talked about the super soldier serum bringing out traits in people and amplifying the well, true trait of an individual. And they talked about that in the original Captain America the first Avenger film. They did. They did yeah. very much at the beginning that I think most people glossed over. I feel like a lot of people did gloss over it. Because that that's why the doctor picked Steve Rogers, because he's yeah. like, you have the heart, you have the right, yeah, you have the right morality, morality, personality, and the right mindset to go and be a super soldier that is stronger than anybody else ever created. All right, uh, I feel like we haven't touched on this character at all. Yeah, we kind of went on for a little bit. Let's, we did, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, guys, I liked Shatters or uh, not Shatterstar. What is it? Battlestar. <laughs> I, was, I was very sad to lose him because he I was, was so disappointed. He was John's moral compass. He, he was. was. He was a very good boy. Yeah, he's a, he was a very good boy. He's he was, a good bean. He was definitely one of my yeah. Like Speaking I liked him Sergeant more Majors. than John. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, he's a sergeant major. Oh okay. That's a patch he wears on his arm as a sergeant major. Oh okay. Meaning he's keeping his bo- his boss, his lieutenant, his captain in fucking order, which is what sergeant majors fucking do. Oh okay. They are absolutely like if you don't listen to your sergeant major or your first sergeant if, as a as an officer, you're a fucking idiot. Oh sure, and you are a bad leader because these are the guys that have been around for years and they yeah. know what they're talking about. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, but very much the moral compass for Cap and very yeah. much the the no 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 John Walker John Walker. Sorry, I'm you're right. Sorry. You're right. That nope. is not Cap. No, it's not the fake Cap. No, um, the Busta Cap. Hey Kevin, you've been a little quiet in this section because we were we we had ourselves a heavy conversation. I'm just trying not to die. Mm, fair enough. I mean, I, I I threw my points in, but you yeah. you guys had your little tete a tete going, just like Nick and I had our tete a tete going in the beginning. So you know, sure. So let's talk about some of the lighter elements of this show. Like fucking Zemo is gorgeous. 
the mm-hmm. fact that Agent 13 is definitely the fucking <sighs> the broker, the power broker. Oh, yeah. is she? You think so? Do you not think so? No, when I do she, not. When she got into the back of that car with her little assistant, yeah, she she's, is, she's 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 the she's, power broker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep, mm-hmm. yeah, she is. I it, my problem was I was already stuck on the uh, on the Lethal Weapon two metaphor, so she was just Renee Russo to me. Gotcha. Uh, no, she's the the fact that she had that assistant who arrived in that nice yeah. car for her. So she's 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 the she's, power broker, especially because she had. They had already touched base on the fact that she had a little bit of moral ambiguity lately with all the like the art and shit she acquired. And sure. How this, she did she know where those guys were? And yep. I think she's the power broker. Well, that's fair. I do too. And that she walked into that like military esque looking when she's weaving through the concrete barriers and the guys the armed guards are standing there like where are you going that's so heavily armed? Yeah, we were we were watching episode three I think and Saber was like oh she's 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 it she's the She's the, she's the she's person. the guy. I'm like, I'm like yeah, yeah, and for she, sure. Uh-huh. She uh, has had in this episode, in these four episodes so far, has got my top pick for best fight scene ever when she's just fucking wrecking those people. Florence Kasumba. Okay, well that was pretty good. Yeah, but this was extended though. I mean, Florence, right. you're right. It was good, but this was longer and uh, somebody is longer always better. Yeah, come on. It's Let not the size of it of the fight scene that counts. And I'm the one making the bad dick jokes. Something, Come on, something, something <laughs> hung jury. <laughs> hey, a thousand points to Kevin. Um, uh, let me rephrase. Oh, I don't think this part was was in the beginning of the podcast. I'm on jury duty this week, and I've only had to go in once. <sighs> And it's it was basically orientation, and then they said, "Oh, your case is dismissed or settled or something. You can go home." And I've had to call in twice a day and every day. It's been nah, we don't need you, idiot. Uh, <laughs> Much to I'm sure uh, my boss's delight. Right. Let me rephrase. Uh, it was not what you would have expected Agent Thirteen to maybe be at that Black Widow level. She, yeah, she was ruthless. Yeah. Yes, she was just like, "You're gonna be in my way, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna shoot you. Just let you know, you're gonna get a bullet in the right fucking face." And she was awesome when we first got introduced to her in the movies, but now she's like, like I said, not quite Black Widow, but getting up there, like, I'm, yeah, yeah, whatever, get the fuck out my way. Madripoor, yeah, Madripoor, yeah, that's interesting. Sure is. Yeah. Uh, for uh, those who are not familiar with the comics, heavily featured in in the the mutant centric uh, yeah. comics. Yeah. Yep. Uh, as a as an Asian hub for mutants, yeah, they, they keep feeding us fucking mutant <laughs> stuff. That man. that X on the building, uh huh, that looked like the fucking X Men symbol. Yeah, they keep no. they keep giving us X Men related stuff and uh, just, just little just little isms here and there. Yeah, uh, even the the girl they talked to, they got uh, assassinated by unknown persons who was absolutely Agent Thirteen. Um, <laughs> She in the comics uh, was was a mutant. Oh, okay. Who could control, uh, um, like digital stuff. Oh, okay. Like, um, uh, like binary. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. A tech technopath. I mean, was she bin- Was she binary? The character binary. Maybe I don't know. Okay. Who am I, Tron? <laughs> Maybe are you Tron? No, he's not Tron. Play Tron on the grid. Are you, are you Tron on the grid? No, yes. he's he's not. John on the grid either. Might be. He's significantly better looking than either of those actors. <laughs> that is false. Tron is a beautiful man. 
Sure, sorry. Bruce Chinlines. Good looking dude back Bruce in the eighties. Box Lightner? Yeah. He even All aged right. pretty well. Um Did he? Yeah. I'd have to look it up. He was in the second Tron movie. Yeah, was he? Yeah, he was yeah, in, he, he was in he Tron was, Legacy. He, he was, was the guy who showed up at, at the kid's garage he that he called home and was like, oh, was He literally cool. played Alan again. And he was oh. the voice of fucking Tron. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, so Agent 13, that's great. <laughs> the, the teasing us fucking mutants is... <laughs> teasing the mutants is... <sighs> yep. I, I, hmm, I wonder if they're just getting us all worked up because with Loki coming out... And that it'll all come out in fucking Doctor Strange and the fucking. That's that's the hope. I hope so. Yeah. Uh, Marvel, listen to us. We know what we're talking about. We know what the people want. Final predictions. You guys already have mine. Uh, that Agent Thirteen is the power broker, and that uh, at the end it'll be Captain America and the White Wolf. Other than Agent Thirteen being the power broker, um, I don't know. I honestly don't know enough about. Falcon and the Winter Soldier period. I know nothing about their characters from the comics or anything. Although, funny side note, uh, I do believe the original Falcon in the orange and white suit, um, his little three-inch figure was probably my very first person of color uh, action figure. Hmm. Yeah, the original Falcon. He was, he was one of my favorites, too. Like, I loved, he had the, like, the wing, like little folding wings and shit. I was like, yeah, dude can fly. Um, this might come as a shock to both of you, but my first uh, person of color action figure was uh, Storm. What? I know. Shocking. I know. Shocking. Yeah, so that looks great. <laughs> yeah. So, um, <laughs> I'm sorry, man. It's all right. I don't care. Uh, it'll we'll fix it in post. That's right. Um, so other than that, I, I agree with you on the Agent 13. Other than that, I don't really have any predictions because I don't have enough knowledge to make a good prediction one way or there. But I like your prediction about the, the White Wolf. That sounds pretty... Very accurate. <laughs> I am very excited to see if Isaiah or Eli show up again. Mm. They better. That better not have been just a... Yeah. That better not have just been a... a, a point. We didn't even touch on the fact that uh, they brought in Isaiah Bradley and the fact that he's a Tuskegee experiment uh, allegory. Shit. Anyways. Or his his kid who is... Who is also superpowered. Yes. Although I think in this it's his grandson, but yeah. yeah, yeah, but like yeah, yeah. Did I miss his grandson? Did I? Did was he's he, the one over the, he's who the answered one the who door? Opened, uh, answers oh. the door. Yeah. But yeah. he, okay. yeah, they definitely made a grandson in this one. But he, he is an established character, and he does have powers. And I'm, yeah, I'm, both I'm, of them. I am blanking on what it is, but maybe they all come uh, together to fight, <coughs> not Captain America, in an all-out brawl. Eli Bradley. Uh, Rob, any other predictions? No, I got nothing, man. I, I, I'm just excited to see where this goes. I, two. two episodes left. I'm. I was so thrown by the end of that last one. It was. It was tough. Well, by the end, by the time this episode comes out, it'll be <sighs> over. Again. By the time this this episode comes out, which will come out next week, or for us, it's when we record. It'll come out the day you're listening to this. Uh, the last episode will be after, right after this episode comes out. Yeah. 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 Because <clears throat> we have one this week and then the second one next week. Yep. Uh, so, well, uh, I guess you can listen to the episode and then we can <laughs> legitimately see how uh, right Kevin's predictions were because none of the rest of us had any other predictions. I, I got no. I've got. I'm. I'm living with the story right now, man. That's where I'm at. All right. Um, All right. Oh, a quick sidebar. Uh, Mighty Ducks Game Changers is surprisingly not half bad. Hmm. Good to know. Check yeah, that out. I recommend it. 
All right. Well, this has been our all-natural talk about Falcon and the Winter Soldier uh, on episode 125 of Best Threesome Ever, uh, brought to you by Heroic Goods and Games and Jaybird Wines. I have always been Nick throughout this episode. I have occasionally been Rob. Oh, Kevin, that was too much. Was sick. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, we will see you next time. Bye. The views held here by the nerds of Best Threesome Ever do not directly reflect the views of nerds everywhere. 